0: In a world where people pretend to be someone else for fun, two friends banded together. If we don't create these people, who the heck will? To teach others the joy of making characters.
1: How can there be so many games?
0: The One Shot Podcast Network presents Character Creation Cast, where Ryan Bolter, Amelia Antrim, and guests create characters for different role-playing games and talk about the process. Also, starring Character Evolution Cast, where Ryan, Amelia, and guests dive deep into tips on how to play those characters better. Ooh, I can't wait to listen.
2: Hey, everybody. This is Danny from Tales of Blood and Stone, a Shadow of the Demon Lord actual play podcast. We're rated M for Mature because we hit on some pretty dark stuff, but boy do we have fun doing it. Check us out on Twitter at TobusPod or search for us, Tales of Blood and Stone, and you'll find all the dark stuff that the Demon Lord has to offer. Hail. <laughs>
3: There are two things that we know. Dungeons and Dragons is the greatest game in
2: humanoid existence.
3: And Girls is the answer to who run the world. Based on these overly researched facts, Fate and the Fable Maidens is an all-women, family-friendly D&D podcast set in a fantasy steampunk world. Fate and the Fable Maidens offers what audiences want to hear. A snarky halfling. A changing that rages. And a note wielding a firearm. Join the journey at fatefmcast.com. Listen to Fate and the Fable Maidens every other Monday anywhere a podcast can be found.
4: Ready for an adventure? Join us every Sunday for Roll Like a Girl, the girls-only actual play show that's big-hearted and foul-mouthed. It's available now at rolllikeagirl.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: The laughing (laughs) is important. and Include the laughing.
0: Hi, we're Tabletop Potluck, an actual play podcast created to help diversify the world of mainstream tabletop role-playing games.
2: And make tasty recipes.
3: And help you find your new favorite RPG system...
0: And to have fun. So check it out.
3: Now on all podcast
1: directories, come sit at our table.
0: Welcome, everybody, to our All Out of Elder Signs game. This is a game that I threw together based off of the All Out of Bubblegum system. So, why don't we go around the table and introduce ourselves for everybody? How about Danny? You want to start?
2: Yeah, sure. Hello, I am Danny Neri. I'm from Rhode Island there, and uh, we're talking Cthulhu, so I'm super psyched to be here with some bad, bad things that are going to
0: happen to us. Yes. <laughs> All right, Laura, how about you?
3: Uh, I'm Laura Hutton. I'm from Texas, and I uh, was spooked out by Sixth Sense as a child, so I'm very excited <laughs> to be scared out of my wits.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right, Megan, how about you?
1: Hi, my name is Megan. I'm from Chicago and i was literally afraid of the disney movie under wraps as a kid (laughs) that's a romance not a scary movie at all i never even heard of that one it's literally about a mummy who falls in love (laughs) and i had nightmares for weeks (laughs) (laughs) i'm ready i love scary now though (laughs) wonderful all
0: right theron how about you
4: Hi, I'm Theron. I'm also from Rhode Island, uh, and when I was a kid, I was afraid to watch Nightmare Before Christmas because of the uh, Gargoyles ad before it. It just spooked me way too much.
0: (laughs) Nice. And I am Ryan. My brother, when I was little, made me watch Night of the Living Dead. Mm. Yeah, I was six, and... uh, (laughs) Oh, the nightmares that ensued from that one.
2: (laughs) My first big nightmare thing was Unsolved Mysteries and the aliens and, like, thinking they were going to come down. Oh, I shouldn't tell you these
0: things. (laughs) 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 Awesome. Okay, so the game that we're playing today is All Out of Elder Signs. If you're familiar with All Out of Bubblegum, it's basically the same thing, except for a few extra mechanics thrown in. Basically, what it is is you get eight counters to start with. If you fail a roll, you lose a counter. If you choose to automatically succeed at a roll, you have to get rid of a counter to do that. But basically, if you try to do a mundane action, something that you could do normally in real life, you will roll under the counter or equal to the counter level that you're currently at. Or if you're trying to do an insane action, something totally off the wall and pretty much impossible for almost anybody, if not anybody you will have to roll above your current counter level. And if you fail, you lose a counter and slowly go more and more insane. But that's okay in this game because we like crazy. Mm -hmm. Another change to the game is I have cards from my Pandemic Cthulhu game. And on these cards are different Elder Gods. I am going to randomly shuffle them and select one secretly right now. And at some point during the game, something crazy will happen. So we'll see what that is.
2: <laughs> I want to kind of like cheat and go grab my uh, pandemic game and see what choices we have. <laughs> what could happen? <laughs> I won't. As I'm looking around to see where the box is.
0: Right. <laughs> I I literally have no idea how to pronounce this one, so this will be fun. <laughs> but that's most uh, of the Lovecraftian horrors, anyway. So one other reminder: we will be playing with an X card. I don't know how we want to do that over the audio medium. I don't know if you just want to do an X or just make a hand gesture or some sort, um, or just speak up if you want. You could also throw an X into the chat in Google. And basically what that means is if there's something that's a little too much for you, if it crosses a line, um, or if you just feel uncomfortable, you can throw out the X and we can say that that event never happened and just continue moving on. So that way we want everybody to be feeling safe and comfortable and having fun. That's the most important thing. All right. Any questions before we go?
3: I think I'm good.
0: Awesome. All right. So you are all playing yourselves. Do you have D10s handy, everybody? Yes. 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 All right. You've got your counters handy, everybody. Yes. Yes. Perfect. So the setting. We are in Dayton, Ohio at a catacomb. 2018. This is already uh, too real. (laughs) I (laughs) For those of you that have not been to a Catacom, it is held at the uh, DCC uh, Convention Center connected to, forget the hotel name, but it's a hotel. It's a 12-story hotel with a restaurant on the top of it on the very fitting 13th floor. Hmm. So our scene starts in the restaurant. It is the VIP party Thursday night. All of you have gotten VIP passes because you're all amazing. <laughs> and basically the, the restaurant itself is, uh, it's the entire top floor of the hotel. And it has windows all the way around. So you, pretty much any side wall that you go to, you'll be able to see a beautiful scene of Dayton, Ohio skyline. You're right in the middle of downtown. It's pretty sweet. It's nighttime right now, middle of November. It's kind of cold outside, uh, so you'll probably need a jacket if you happen to go outside. But yeah, you all meet each other, and you are all sitting down at one of the tables in the VIP lounge. This is uh, probably around when most of the people are there, so you are just chit-chatting it up. So I will let you all greet each other for the first time.
2: Hey, everybody. Is this your first Akatakon? Yeah. It is mine. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, mine too. How about you? No, uh, I've been from the start there. And uh, there was this one Akatakon in this very room where Rich Baker asked me to play his game and he was going to run it. And I was so drunk, I fell off my chair and was on the floor just (laughs) laughing hysterically. And they're all (laughs) staring at me because they don't know me. Like, this girl's crazy. (laughs) So, yeah, it's a good time. (laughs) See that Robert Schraub over there? He's insane. definitely buy him a beer.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people around uh, just talking to each other. And you notice something kind of strange out the window. There's a little bit of lightning on the horizon, which is weird for November, uh, especially in Ohio. Uh, It was just like a couple flashes, but something you saw out of the corner of your eye. Not really sure if you really saw lightning or if it was some sort of flash of some sort, but uh, it was just a little weird.
1: I'm immediately going to the window to stare at it to see if it happens again. (laughs) Just middle of conversation, just walking away. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, might as well uh, go ahead and roll a mundane roll, Megan.
1: Uh, Nope, I failed.
0: (laughs) You failed. All right, get rid of one of your counters. (laughs) You you get up off of your chair, and as you make your way over to the window, uh, you trip over one of the legs of the chair and faceplant right into the window a bit. It doesn't hurt too much. It just leaves a little bump on your forehead, but it's okay, right?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm going to double check my cosplay because if I'm at a convention, I'm absolutely wearing a cosplay. Make sure I didn't break anything.
0: Nice. What are you wearing?
1: Uh, I'm probably going to be doing Liliana from Magic for this one. So
0: Very nice. There's a lot
1: of little parts that could have broken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thankfully, your your cosplay is intact. Phew. Yeah. But you you steady yourself, you look out the window, and you are looking over to the horizon. And something catches your eye at ground level, it's a person kind of standing out in the middle of the street. Uh, you are 13 stories up, so they're kind of small. And there's like a little courtyard down there that you can see a couple little trees. But you could swear that they are looking directly at you. They have some sort of like tattered robes on, but like short sleeves, like the, the tatters go down to the waist and you can see kind of like their legs are there and the, the robes are blowing in the breeze, but they're definitely down there just staring up either at the floor that you're on or directly at you.
1: I'm gonna wave at them <laughs> a little nervously. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, you you wave, and when you blink, they're gone.
1: I'm leaving the window. (laughs) Never mind. This has been a mistake. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I think I just hit my head a little harder than I thought. I'm going to get you some ice?
2: (laughs) I need to go to the bar anyway. I'll I'll get you some. Oh, yeah, that would be great.
3: Drinking
1: on a possible concussion. Let's do it. (laughs) Jameson. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> Anybody
3: else? I'm good. I'm. Thank you. Yeah, I'm
4: also
0: fine. All right.
3: <laughs> I hope it doesn't start raining. So I'm going to go to the bar, get two Jamo's and ginger
4: and a bag
2: of ice.
0: Okay. Uh, Dayton, mm-hmm. go ahead and roll a mundane action. I'm assuming that ordering drinks is something that you can do on the regular.
2: I hope so. So I need to get...
0: An eight or lower.
2: Okay, I did.
0: Okay, you succeed. Okay, the bartender is very friendly and uh, you get the drinks. And how many drinks do you have again now? Two. Two. Uh And with my
2: very good tip, I'm hoping
0: they're a little strong. Wonderful. (laughs) All right. Uh, Go ahead and roll to uh, get back to your table successfully without spilling.
2: Okay. I did
0: with a seven. Oh, nice. All right. You get back to the table. There's uh, no spillage. Everybody's happy. Um, And let's just say that you all play a game for the rest of the night. Do you have any preferences for a board game or a like mini RPG that you would be playing?
3: We could do Betrayal on House on the Hill.
0: Ooh, Ooh yeah. That'd be perfect. A nice spooky fun.
3: game.
0: It's <laughs> one of my favorites, yeah. All right. So, how about everybody just give me a roll to see uh how you do for playing this game. It's going to be a mundane roll.
2: Um eight and under, like if you roll an 8, you're still good? Yeah, if yeah. you roll an 8, you're
0: okay. still good.
1: Okay, good. Okay, I'm good.
0: Except for Megan has to get seven or lower now.
1: I did it. I'm fine.
3: Awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you successfully play the game. So, Danny, you got the eight, I'm yes. assuming? Okay. So we'll just say that you were the betrayer and uh, you, you totally uh, messed them over and uh, win the game at the end. So, congratulations.
1: Oh, uh, well, that was fun. If I'd just gotten to the graveyard, I would have won. We would have beaten. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: it was a very close game. And it's about this time that you see me, Ryan Bolter, come up to your table and just say hi. So, hey, ladies, how's it going? You enjoying your time here?
3: Hi, yeah. Just getting betrayed like it ain't nothing. <laughs> These things happen. Hey, what's going on, Ryan?
0: Awesome. Hey, I think I'm in your game tomorrow morning, Danny.
2: Are you awesome? Uh the Cypher system one or Numenera? Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Numenera. Awesome. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that.
2: I hope somebody brings us donuts.
0: <laughs> I don't know a donut shop in the area, but you know, if I could find something on the way there, maybe I'll uh maybe I'll stop by there and bring some for the table. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. I think we're gonna turn in for the night. It's getting to around midnight or so right now, so um don't stay up too late we got a lot of gaming to do tomorrow
2: i know who signs up for eight o'clock games i mean really seriously Who? who's the yeah. crazy people that offers to run them
0: <laughs> i apologize for signing up for your game <laughs> 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 all right um do you want to do anything else before you turn in for the night
1: i'm like practically asleep at the table already so yeah shots are okay. Exhausting,
4: I'd probably just collapse into bed.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So nothing else happens throughout the night. You don't see anything else that was weird. Nobody else uh, notices anything weird aside from that lightning from earlier. So we'll just say you turn in for the evening. Coincidentally, all your hotel rooms are right next to each other on the 12th floor. Mm. So it's not too bad to get down there and um, you just get ready for the evening. And then it's the next morning.
2: I am probably running a little sluggish this morning.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, how are you all getting ready? Do you do do you do breakfast before um everything or or what do you want to do?
3: I always get fully ready for the day and then I go downstairs. All right. Or upstairs, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, go ahead and make a mundane roll. See if uh you can get ready well.
3: Yes, I can. Awesome. <laughs>
0: okay, everything is in place. You are good to go. Um, Megan, you're getting some cosplay on, I'm assuming. I am, yeah. Awesome. Um, are you doing anything fancy or just the normal stuff?
1: I'm just gonna do the normal. I'm gonna do Liliana for one more day, and then I'll switch to something else tomorrow, you know, make sure it doesn't get stinky.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is, uh, it's Friday morning. Uh, go ahead and give me a mundane roll to get your, uh, costume on. Oh, I failed. Oh, fun. Oh, oh no.
1: This count is kind of going really great for me, guys. Yep. Yeah. Okay, you
0: lose another counter. Um. And I'm going to say that your costume rips a little bit. And um, when you go to look at the, the rip, you notice, like, for a second, it almost looks like a drop of blood comes out of it. And as the blood goes to drop onto the floor, it disappears. So maybe you hit your head a little too hard last
1: maybe night. Maybe I should have gone to a doctor instead of <laughs> drinking and then falling asleep.
0: <laughs> You feel fine, though. It's, it's, it was probably just your imagination. I wouldn't worry too much yeah, about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just tired.
0: <laughs> it's early. Yeah. But it's, it's, you know, it's a pretty uh, inconspicuous tear. Um, Probably something that you could uh, sew up later if you if you have any supplies. But um, aside from that, I don't think anybody would notice. Yeah, for all. now,
1: since I don't feel like digging out my sewing kit, I'll just safety pin it shut. All right. <laughs> Steven Stephen Moore. Go up <laughs> for
4: breakfast.
0: Yeah. All right. Then uh, what about the rest of you, Theron and Dani?
4: Uh Well, I don't cosplay, but I do have like a bag that I tend to pack at a convention that has sort of everything you need. Notebooks, erasers, duct tape sewing kit, stuff like that, in case I run into a cosplayer that has broken stuff. So I'll probably be packing that up, having something quick to eat.
0: Awesome. Go ahead and give me a mundane roll to pack up your backpack.
4: Uh, I failed that.
0: Oh. (laughs) 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 Okay. So you're going ahead, you're shuffling everything into your backpack, but for some reason it's just not fitting correctly. (laughs) Um, So you're taking stuff out and you're putting stuff back in, taking stuff out and putting stuff back in. Probably the third time that you are taking stuff out, You notice something kind of squishy and furry at the bottom of your backpack that wasn't... You know it was not there a moment ago. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Uh,
4: I probably take everything out and open the bag as wide as I can to see what it is.
0: Okay, uh, you take everything out, and as soon as you tear that bag open to look into it, there's nothing in there.
4: Huh. You must just be tired. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is quite early. All right. Um. So you, you finally go and get everything into your bag, and uh, you're all set. How about you, Danny?
2: I am trying to choke down some hotel room coffee and do last-minute prep for my game, because it's always last-minute prep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Did you want any breakfast before you uh, had done? It's probably close to uh, seven o'clock right now, so you've got a bit of time.
2: Yeah. If I hear the girls out and about in the hallway, I'll probably like uh, I would stick my head out and be like, "Are we getting food?"
0: Yeah. And coincidentally, all of you are also signed up for Danny's game this morning.
4: Hey. Of course oh, we are. Nice. Why wouldn't yeah. we be? Yeah. I <laughs> always wanted to play New Maneira. <laughs> exactly.
0: So you all meet out into the hallway and uh, head towards the elevator. And I'm going to say, Laura, you get there first.
3: That's because I ran. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> very excited.
0: <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and uh, give me a roll to press that elevator button to go up to the upper floor?
3: Yeah, I will definitely try. And I got an eight. So oh, good. <laughs> fancy.
0: All right. Yeah, you hit the elevator button. Uh, the elevator takes a, a few moments to get there, but everybody's arrived at the elevator while you're waiting. All right, so the elevator gets there and you make your way up to the upper floor, and it's got a quite a few people in there right now. It's kind of gloomy outside right now. It's, uh, the clouds are kind of dark, but um, they're not, you know, it, it doesn't look like it's going to snow or anything like that. But uh, it, it is kind of dark out there still, so it's got a nice little ambiance in the upper floor.
2: I hope it clears up. There's this really good Irish pub. It's probably like a mile away walking, but they have wicked good craft beers. So I think I gonna go there for lunch if anybody's interested. But
1: if the weather's crappy, I don't know.
3: Yeah, I'd be done assuming weather's okay. Yeah. I Fingers mean, even crossed. if it's
1: just a bit foggy, that's not bad. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah. 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 It is.
3: As long as we can see in front of our faces. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we walk by these, this
2: porn store with the best, funniest signage ever. I can't wait for it to see what's up there. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's amazing okay, uh, who wants to find the table where you're gonna be sitting at?
1: Oh, I'll get us a table right by the window.
0: All right, go ahead and give me a mundane <laughs> roll.
1: <laughs> okay, I just make it oh good
0: <laughs> all right you uh you're basically on the other side of the restaurant uh from where you were the night before. um you find a nice table next to uh the window and you can see the other side of the the cityscape. Um, it's getting a little light out, but, uh, yeah, you can, you can see, uh, quite a ways, I think at this point, uh, this is one of the taller buildings in the area. And, uh, looking out this direction, you can just see a lot of nice little buildings throughout the downtown area spreading across the Dayton, Ohio land. And the waiter comes over and says, hi, good morning. What can I get for you?
2: I'll take an Irish coffee and your greasiest breakfast sandwich possible. <laughs>
0: Excellent, excellent. Extra bacon. And how about you? He's uh, looking at Laura.
3: I would like some waffles and a coffee.
0: Okay, wonderful. Megan?
1: I'll take whatever your equivalent of, like, a lumberjack breakfast is. Just all, everything. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, we've got that.
4: Okay, wonderful, and some chocolate milk.
0: Excellent. And then he looks at you, Theron.
4: Um, I'll just have a bagel with cream cheese and a grapefruit juice.
0: Excellent, excellent. All right, I will be right back with your meals. Uh, just hold <laughs> Can on. Can I have a
2: big glass of water too, please? Oh, oh yes, yeah. Most definitely. Water, no ice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
0: All right, waters. Uh, I'll bring waters all around. That's that's usually pretty normal. Thanks. All right, so he heads off and uh, comes back in a little bit uh, with your waters and uh, says that the other beverages and the uh, the actual food will be up shortly. Um, and then after a few more minutes, he brings those back. Um, and now you've got some delicious plates of food and your beverages of choice in front of you.
2: And all is silent while we scarf down our food. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excellent. Everybody give me a mundane roll.
3: Oh, I hope I know how to eat. <laughs> I like eating breakfast is so
4: hard. Oh, and that's what I did. So I'm down to six.
0: Oh, you failed. Oh, did, yeah, I failed. Did anybody else fail?
4: I failed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Make yeah. failed. No! Oh, no. <laughs> Alright. Um how what are you up to uh now, Megan? Are you down to five?
1: Yeah, I'm down to five. Excellent. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I mean I cons make me crazy, so this is yeah. pretty average.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Theron, what, what are you at? I'm at six. Six. Okay, perfect. Okay, so you are all uh, both eating your food. Uh or you're all eating your food, um Megan. Mm-hmm. As you start eating. You notice something a little weird about your food. You're not really sure what it was, but then you look down at your plate and you notice that some of the sausages are squiggling a bit. And then they stop. And then your hash browns start like pulsing and moving a bit. And then it stops. It, and oh, hmm. yes. <laughs> And as you're staring at this, like, wondering what the heck is going on, you start hearing... Like, constantly in your head.
1: I'm going to just look up to the rest of the table. <laughs>
2: well, those <laughs> hash browns look really good. You can have them.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and they look perfectly fine to you, Danny. They look like probably the best hash browns you have ever seen.
2: Yeah, I'm going to reach over the fork and, like, grab a healthy portion thanks you're awesome and megan
0: as she's shoveling this into her mouth um (laughs) you notice that they're they're kind of squiggling and you can you can notice as she swallows her throat kind of squiggles on the way down
1: i'm gonna wait until she's done swallowing (laughs) and then say so i think those might have been drugged
4: Did, did are are you, you just you share that me? experience?
1: No, I I mean I would have been roofied too, but I I mean I've never been roofied, but I don't know if this is the right effect.
0: You feel fine aside from the weird visual and audio stuff that you're experiencing.
1: It might have been more like acid <laughs> or something. In the hash browns? It feels like an expensive <laughs> drug to just joke around with someone with.
3: And I'm sorry. Why do you think they're drugged?
1: Well, because they're more like little worms than potatoes. <laughs> Danny, Danny, you I... see, you you feel that too, right? No, you no. You, you
2: so that? when you hit your head last night, like maybe you needed more than ice.
1: Um. Yeah. Me. Uh. Is there? Does the con have a first aid place? Maybe someone could help me get there in case something. If I fall again or something.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, there's uh, there's stuff downstairs. Uh, I would imagine on the first floor of the conference center. S-
1: someone want to come with me? Maybe yeah, I'll go with you. Okay, thanks. Thanks, okay. I appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> maybe maybe I didn't. Maybe like my insulin went bad. Maybe I didn't take my insulin. Like maybe it's none of it's been working. Maybe I'm just yeah. That maybe that would never have that effect, but maybe it does. <laughs> but maybe this time. Yeah, yeah, there's always a first time. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: Oh. All right. So, are are you going to be stopping mid breakfast and heading down, or or what do you want to do?
1: I mean, I don't think I want to eat the rest of these squiggly bits. Mm-hmm. So
0: they've stopped squiggling now.
1: I don't trust that.
0: <laughs> you you say that,
1: but why would I trust you?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait till everyone else is ready to head out. So, awesome. like, I'll still stay and chat.
0: Okay. The water's fine, at least. as far as you know (laughs) okay as you are all finishing up your food you notice something outside on the ground level again uh it looks like there's a team of cosplayers down there uh probably about 20 people um on the ground level and they're just uh kind of walking around uh but they're all in kind of like almost looks like robes again But uh, they look full and non-tattered, and some of them are carrying, like, walking sticks and stuff, so maybe they're they're playing as wizards or something like that.
1: Did some sort of new Cthulhu game or some sort of cult game come out recently that I missed? Uh, Fake Cthulhu, Cthulhu Dark Ages. I'm trying to think. Why? I just feel like I've seen a lot of cosplayers doing, like, cultist robes. Go take a peek. Oh, maybe they'll do a flash dance. There's so many of them. (laughs)
0: yeah and now that you're looking you you notice that they're not just in front of the convention center and it's kind of weird because you know it's it's kind of cold out so i don't know if they're doing a photo shooter or whatnot out there but there you see some like a few blocks down as well like a couple pairs of uh people in these robes um and as you're looking they're they're kind of just randomly all over the place throughout the city um just here and there which is kind of weird.
4: That is weird. Yeah, maybe we find one of them and see what's going on. Yeah, maybe they have some good game that they can get yeah. us to. Yeah, maybe they got
1: some like outdoor event game going Like Maybe it's a LARP thing.
4: Mm-hmm. I never right, yeah. I'm getting fear of missing out now. Like, we I know, really. Right? Right. Right. <laughs> right.
1: I got to send Ryan
2: a text and tell him Numenir is going to be an after hours game and what we're doing. Hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. If we're all sick and can't do the game. Then, then <laughs> send Ryan a text off that Numenera has been postponed until tonight.
0: All right. You get a little reply that says, okay, I'll uh, I'll see you guys later then.
2: Danny said, you can still, uh, I write to Ryan again, you can still bring donuts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, sure. Actually, I think I want to make you uh, make a mundane role to, to text Ryan.
2: You got it. <laughs> A seven, so I'm good.
0: Good. Danny's on fire.
2: yoo i going to put this one aside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So are you all heading down, then, is the question?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd want to swing by first aid first. Just
3: yeah.
0: Just quickly. Okay. Sure. Okay, now you get to the elevators again. Um, Laura, you're pretty fast, so you get there first.
3: It's these little legs, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! I got a nine. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> <laughs> all right, you lose a you lose a counter. As you are going to press the button, Laura, your finger squishes into this like kind of like a half dome of it. It almost looks like a sponge, but it's got like these little. It's like pulsing a little bit, and it's got all these little holes Mm-mm. all around it. <laughs> It's like literally the second you press the button, your finger goes into this weird, squishy, nasty, pulsing bit of flesh.
3: No, I pull that finger right back out. We're not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's a very visible response. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Your finger gets stuck a little bit in one of the holes, uh, but you get it. It pops out uh, after a little bit of force. And then... You, it, as you look at your finger, you look back to the button, and it's just a normal button. But the well, elevator's coming.
3: Well, I think I'll get some medicine when I'm down there too. I'm maybe I'm getting like sympathy, sympathy, Rufy. Maybe that's what's happening to me right now. Maybe it's maybe it's like a fever. Yeah, Somethings. Did you? Did Am I you all do drugs without me? Did no, I would have told me? you. I don't remember. Okay. I don't think so.
0: You're pretty sure you did not. <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, the elevator dings and the doors open. As you go into the elevator and you make your way down, it's uh, 13 floors down. And Megan, you still are hearing like the whispering sound. And in the elevator, it's it's a little bit more prominent in your ears because of the enclosed space that you're in. But uh, it, it almost seems like the, the lights dim more just for you but it only seems to last a minute or a moment when the elevator store opens and you're all on the first floor now
1: hey guys what are they playing like what's this like npr mute radio that that they've got going on here
3: the instrumental music no no
1: it's like voices don't you yeah it's, it's just in, it's just
0: instrumental music that you got in the elevator uh, that's a nice soft jazz. Didn't
1: you guys like yeah. I, I couldn't hear what they were talking about, but
0: Yeah, it's 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 uh, kind of like if somebody is whispering and it is like just on the edge of being able to perceive what they're saying.
1: It's like ASMR-y? Like I don't know if the convention organizers are really into ASMR or something or Yeah, I don't hear anything like that. Is my phone going off? Like what is this? Are You with us? <laughs> <one else? laughs> no, no, I'm not. I swear. <laughs> we'll get you to the Yeah, next. Yeah, no, it's well, probably yeah. all head bonking. You know. So, mm-hmm. where did you hit your head? As... I just hit like my forehead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It wasn't my and temple no, like, or anything big.
0: No, there's a there's a very light bruise there, but I imagine that you touched it up well enough with uh, your cosplay stuff. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't. It's not too visible, but it. It doesn't hurt that much right now.
4: Yeah,
1: I
0: mean, it's just like a very dull ache in that that spot.
1: Could I have like bruised my skull without bruising the skin? Really, guys, is that a thing? <laughs> Internal bleeding? Yeah, right. I, I don't say it so like excitedly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean
2: I don't. I just had a moment where I thought I was being smart. Oh, like, I mean you were. But I and really they don't, don't happen often. Hope you're I'm wrong. sorry. I don't want <laughs> to be turning internal bleeding.
0: <laughs> as you are conversing outside of the elevator, you hear another ding as the elevator doors open, and there's just a few more other people that come out of the elevator and walk towards the convention center.
2: Can one of them be Michael Wagschlager? We all give him a high five.
0: Yes.
4: All right. <laughs> all right.
0: You see, yeah, you see Michael uh, and some of the other Redemption crew uh, just sitting there and. uh They say, oh, hey, Danny, how's it going? It's uh, great to see you again. We're going to be headed to our first game right now.
2: Oh, man, have fun. We have to catch up later on, all right?
0: Yes, definitely. Mandatory. All right, high fives all around. Yeah. And they head off towards the convention center.
2: Bye, Chris. Bye, Kay. Bye, Emily. Bye, Michael. (laughs) I love them. They are awesome.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think you have a game scheduled with them tomorrow uh, for a, a live game, Danny. Nice. So that'll be fun.
2: I get to play that guy Michael's mom, and she's like a real like Durosian sex fiend, like a, a like older like cougar kind of <laughs> Duros. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, well, they they have to rein it in because their their podcasts have an explicit rating, and you know. yeah, <laughs> just kind of hangs her my head. Sham
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are you guys headed to the uh, convention center to get to the the nurse station? Yes. The first aid station. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember to find your way there. Who's going to be leading? Danny, you've, I been, can lead. you've been here before, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, yeah. My, but I've never been in the nurse's
4: station.
0: That's true. But you know <laughs> it's in the convention center, so you have to get there somehow. Uh, so if you want to lead or if I, somebody else wants to lead, that's perfectly fine.
4: I'm happy to lead. I'm a big on um, being prepared, so I know where we're going. Perfect. You got a map. Oh, you're Theron, all set
0: Go ahead and give me a roll if yeah. you're going to be leading.
4: This is the third ten that I've rolled.
0: Oh! <laughs> wow! will do something uh, crazy. Are, you're down to five now, Theron, right? I am. Yeah. Oh, fantastic!
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. To get to the convention center, you have to go down some stairs, uh, go back up some stairs, and then you have to walk um, kind of over this uh, this what do they call those the the skywalk mm-hmm. between buildings. Yeah. And you're walking past the parking garage, and you have to turn another corner, and then you get down to the convention center. As you are crossing the skywalk, Theron, you notice that you also start hearing some whispering sounds. Just the... Like, pretty constant in the background as you're walking. And it kind of distracts you just enough where you take a wrong turn past the skywalk okay because uh when you get into the convention center you're up on the second floor by all of the uh the big conference rooms where special events happen um and you normally would have to take some escalators down to the mm-hmm. first floor but you accidentally turn left and start going toward the the big conference rooms you think the Marissa station might be over there. But as you all turn the corner to go down that hallway, the lights start flickering. And you hear a large, basically, sound of thunder outside. Which is completely bizarre, because it's in November right now, the early November. And the last time you looked at your phone, the forecast said it was going to be a balmy 10 degrees outside. That's 10 degrees Fahrenheit for... (laughs) (laughs) Um, All of you, the non-Canadians out there. And it is very strange to hear thunder at this time of year. But, But the lights flicker, like, just for a moment and turn back on. So they flicker off, on, off, and then they stay on.
3: I guess we're getting a big storm. I don't know how Ohio weather works, but wow. I'm glad you guys saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: so right. are we
1: are we going to be at the nurse's station soon?
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's oh, like okay. right right All down right.
0: here. Yeah, so you're making your way down. You get to the end of the hallway. There's uh I think an emergency exit down there, and then the, the last conference room at the end uh is on your right, and it is just open. There's nobody that's set up to be in there this morning, um so it's pretty empty and pretty dark in there right now. Um, You can see some of the light spilling in from the hallway. Uh, There's some chairs stacked up along the walls. And then uh, uh, probably about eight tables, uh, you know, the the lengthy cafeteria-style tables. And as you look in there, Theron and Megan, you swear you see, like, just an ethereal figure standing at the back of the room. That doesn't look, it looks like a person, but you can see through it.
1: I'm going to take out my phone and try to get a picture of this paranormal anomaly that's happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) I want to send it to my best friends. Be like, let's get this on Ghost Adventures.
0: All right, go ahead and uh, give me a mundane roll.
1: Okay, I do it.
0: Oh, fantastic! All right, you get your phone out. You're fumbling with it, and as you bring your phone up to take a picture, um, you still see it, but then the picture on the phone doesn't see anything. Oh, it it man. seems to be like like auto focusing like crazy. Oh. But when you move it away from the the figure. And still looking at the dark room with the phone, it seems to focus just fine. But as soon as you point it towards the figure, it, your phone's just autofocusing. And all of you see this happening. But Danny and Laurie, you don't see anything strange in the room.
1: Uh, there's nobody in there. No, no, no. It's not. It's there not is. Like a person. there's like a spirit.
3: Oh, there?
4: Like right there? Yeah. Like I start walking towards it.
3: Wait, wait, wait! Don't, don't engage. <laughs> That's <the>, supposed <laughs> <don't just> to engage. <laughs>
0: All right, Theron, um, how are you walking towards it?
4: Uh, It depends on if it reacts. I sort of just take a few steps into the room and like then a white. It's like, it's right here.
0: (laughs) It's at the back of the room, probably a good 15 feet away from the entrance. Um, And as soon as you set foot inside the room, Mm -hmm. it dissipates.
1: Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, I mean, that was insane, though. Did someone die yeah. here? Do we know? Do we know?
0: You don't know offhand.
1: I've no, I'm going to... I pull on my phone. I'm going to start researching this.
0: Right, researching a, this building. Give me a mundane roll on that one. <laughs> See how your uh, Google skills are. I pass. Oh, fantastic. You find nothing about somebody that had died here, but you think um, you found an article. It's kind of on a, a weird conspiracy sort of website, but you find an article um, talking about how this hotel was actually built on like some sort of sacred ground for some sort of uh, very strange like occult activity back in the 1800s. Oh,
1: I tell everybody.
0: Super it, it, wow. it, it, yeah. it's that It's really cool. like borderline believable but it's <laughs> it's a lot of bs that really you, you know it's 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 along the lines of uh like a flat earth style page or whatever
1: i mean it seems ridiculous they have that their president is a cat but i'm sure that there's got to be some amount of truth in this that's very cool because i like cats yeah i mean <laughs> could be something worse yep. <laughs>
0: All right, as you are talking about this, the lights flicker again and you hear another bolt of thunder, basically, from outside. And at this area of the convention center, there's no windows that you can see directly outside. But as the lights turn off, the darkness um, kind of consumes everything because you're used to the lights and it's pretty much pitch black during the lights being turned off. Um, You can see kind of flashes coming from the end of the hallway from uh, where the entrance of the convention center is to the outside.
2: I feel like we just need to know where exits are because I'm all about fire safety and like these lights going on and off and those flickerings. Like wherever we are, we just need to know how to get out of this building in case something bad happens, like a fire.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right. So you notice that there is an emergency exit. Right next to you guys. Oh. Or at least you saw so it good. when it was light out. Uh, or when, it was, when the lights were on. Uh, the lights are still off right now. And now with the flashes, the lights are flickering on and off, on and off again. And when the lights turn on, you look down towards the convention center area. And you see another dark shadow. All of you see this, a dark shadowy figure at the end of the hallway probably about 30 feet away, and you swear you can see two red dots right where the eyes are supposed to be, staring right at each of you. But then the lights go off, you see just two red dots. The lights go back on, and there's nothing there.
1: Was that some really good cosplay, or is something weird going on? Okay, no, I think that this crazy article might actually be right. Maybe there and was there's... Like, a demon summit that's like
4: attached to this place. Yeah, there's definitely something weird happening.
3: I I think so. I but I don't want to go find them to find out.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Like if anything, no. I'd say, oh, is there someone who's like into the occult? Maybe doing like a ghost walking tour of Dayton or something. But I don't know. I didn't really pay that much attention to the event list. I just want to go con? find.
2: Want to find Michael? See if he knows anything. He runs the the, the con. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you you know that this is the first day, the first actual day of the convention, so Michael would probably be downstairs handing out badges.
2: These these VIP badges are pretty sweet, ladies. I'm I'm stoked about this. Oh yeah, this <laughs> is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, y'all you got your badges a bit early, and they're actually pretty sweet. They've got you know your own name and stuff on there, the VIP at the bottom, and some Acadicon branding around the lanyard, and it's it's a pretty good quality piece of uh memorabilia for keeping around. But yeah. Uh the regular badges are downstairs. If you go in the direction that you saw that creepy thing with the red eyes, you'll get to the escalators.
2: Um is there looking around in the room, is there anything we can bring with us that we could hit somebody with? Like not a chair, <laughs> but some kind of useful weaponry?
0: There's a fire You'd extinguisher look- in the wall oh. next to you. But Up to you if you want to be carrying a fire extinguisher around.
4: I have one of those um, cat ear like things on my keys that you can, Mm. if you get attacked, you can punch. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if that's a great weapon. No, (laughs) yeah,
2: you should totally lead.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So who's going first?
4: I could probably be shamed into leading. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That's what I like in my leaders.
1: Uh, (laughs) Healthy amount of shame.
0: All right, so you head down towards the escalators, um, and how do you want to take the escalators down? What do you mean, how? H- What order <laughs> do you want to go in? Uh,
1: I'll go last, because I don't want anyone to step on my costume.
0: Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, I'll go somewhere in the middle.
0: All right. There, and okay, I'm assuming go you're in front. That's fine. Okay, and Laura is also in the middle. Perfect. So you are making your way down the escalator. Everybody uh, roll to get off the escalator. Uh, You know, those little parts at the bottom, they're kind of dangerous, especially Megan with your cosplay. You don't want to get it stuck in those little spokes.
1: Well, I assume that I do. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh,
0: no. Look,
2: I dropped my lucky die on the floor and couldn't find it, so I rolled a nine with this new one.
0: Okay, so who all failed? Megan and Danny.
3: Yeah, I I passed.
0: I'm fine, too. Perfect. Okay, so uh, Theron and Laura, you step off the escalator with expertise of using escalators for a lifetime. <laughs> Danny, um your foot trips a little bit on the front of the escalator. Uh, how many tokens are you at now, Danny?
2: I have a seven.
0: Oh, that's right. This is your first failure. Yes. Okay, so you stumble a bit, nothing else weird happens, but then Megan, uh, because of Danny's stumble, you stumble as well, and then the bottom portion of your cosplay gets caught in the escalator. And is it like a like a flowing mm-hmm. sort of dress yep. sort of deal? I'm going to say that the, the bottom portion, like up to above your ankles, just tears off into the escalator. And you swear, as it tears, you can hear screaming from your dress. And there is, like, as the, the, the bottom portion gets churned up in the escalator you can see like blood pouring along the base and it's only you that can see this
1: i just start sobbing oh oh that's wrong well it's a, it's everything just ruined and i think i got cut and i don't know what's happening where would you get cut where i don't know it must be on my foot or my ankle or something I don't want to look. I don't want to pass out. I pass out when I see too much blood.
0: Um, oh, no. You close your okay. eyes for a minute because you're <laughs> freaking out. And then when you open your eyes again, it just looks like tattered stuff stuck in the escalator. And then you can hear the escalator kind of turn to a stop and just a, a minor alarm goes off, basically because the escalator has malfunctioned. Um, but you you swear you hear the whispers a little bit clearer now, now that you uh, are kind of looking at this scene. Um, and it's, it's not just whispers, it's like some sort of weird foreign language that you've never heard of before, but it's, it's definitely like this
1: Does it sound like a conversation or like chanting?
0: It almost sounds like chanting, but it's barely perceptible. Like you have to focus a little bit to understand that it's actual people speaking and it's not English at all. All right. Aside from that, everything else seems fine. You see Michael and the other staff getting people checked in off to the right, uh, past the cafeteria. Um, straight in front of you from the escalators is the doors to the outside. And you notice that the clouds are very dark, like severe thunderstorm, dark. But it's not raining. You don't see any lightning. It's not snowing either, which you would expect in the middle of November. And you remember the last time you looked at your phone, it was only, you know, 10 degrees outside. And the forecast called for clear skies, which is very strange. As you are about to go to check with Michael to see what's going on, you notice some of those hooded figures outside walking past the doors on the sidewalk. There's about three of them. They look just like people in robes, but you can't see their faces at all. But they're walking a little strange, a little jerky. With their movements. But you don't know if that's part of the cosplay or if there's something wrong with the way that they're walking. Just something strange that you notice. And it's weird too because they're still out there and it's extremely, like, it looks like it's gonna rain, hail, thunderstorm, everything any second now.
2: You don't think that's part of the YouTube 2 King Cthulhu 2 crew? I can't say that. You know what I'm talking about? The the people that do the Cthulhu games and they're like all with props and everything. No. No. Cause <laughs> I didn't say the name right. You too can Cthulhu too I don't know what, but they come here and they run they run called Cthulhu games and they bring props oh. and they do like they take you in different rooms and separate you and do like all kinds of crazy things. So I wonder if like they didn't step up their game to like costumes this year.
3: Maybe. If they did then they're, they're going the wrong way.
0: <laughs> oh And just then another flash of light from outside but this one's weird it's not the normal bluish white flash of lightning that you're used to it has kind of a red hue to it it's a very like sharp bright light and it blinds you for a little bit but when you you know get your vision back it it just looks normal and then the a second later the very distinct rumble of thunder cascades throughout the whole convention center and kind of shakes you to your core.
3: Are we having a hurricane? You think a hurricane's in Ohio? (laughs) That'd be amazing and terrifying.
0: It doesn't look too windy outside, though. Uh, The robes are just fluttering slightly.
1: I'm going to excuse myself from the group for a second and I'm going to call my mom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Go ahead and give me a mundane roll on that one. Oh, great. Can you call your mother?
1: Well, on a 10 out of 4, I don't think so.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) Oh. You get your phone out to start dialing. You get into the contact section. You get to your mother's contact. You hit the send button to start calling. It brings up the call, and then your phone dies. Completely. The battery was almost full. You swear you charged it last night. When you were doing your research, it was 90%. But it just died.
1: I am just gonna sink down to the floor and start hitting the floor. (laughs) Trying not to hit my phone or throw my phone and just hit the floor. (laughs) Is your phone? Want to use my phone? What's wrong? Can I use your phone, please?
2: Yeah, I mean, here. Unlock the phone, hand it off.
0: All right. You start dialing your mother's number. I won't even let you roll for that because I don't want you to lose another piece just yet. (laughs) 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 But as you are dialing and it starts going through, Danny's phone dies as well.
1: I do the thing where you're like, I'm so mad, you like raise your hand to clench it around the phone tighter, and you're like, oh, if I had one less dice, I would just throw this right now. (laughs) But I'm going to say I'm able to hold it, because it's not mine. Yes. (laughs) I, I thought I... Isn't that working? No, I... Okay, this is gonna sound really crazy, and I know that I just met you guys, but, like, my mom's always said that she was, like, partly empathic, and, like, I think that, like, okay, I think that ghosts are real, but I also think that people blow it out of proportion, but also this is, like, insanely, if this is insane if it's a coincidence, so maybe I'm an empath or something, maybe I'm slightly, like, a light medium or something, I don't know, but I'm freaking out, and I don't,
3: like i just want to go outside but it's a horrible outside <sighs> no maybe fresh air is good yeah yeah let's let's go outside it's us we can
2: come back here we got gotcha. you <laughs> yeah
0: you're right near the exit too so you could head out there you don't have your jackets but you you know that uh if you're just out there for a little bit you should be fine especially since it's not too windy
2: as we exit, I'm gonna um prop the door so that it doesn't shut and lock on us. My...
0: Sure. What what are you propping it with?
2: If it's an exit door. Um, I can always grab a run back and grab a chair from Oh, oh just my, my um bag. Okay. I'm not going anywhere. Mm. I'll take my wallet out and just throw my um gaming bag in there.
0: All right, uh give me a mundane roll to see if you prop that door open. All right. I rolled a three. Oh, good job. So good. Your that door stays open. That door's going nowhere. Okay. Your backpack holds it up, and, uh, yeah, there's, you get outside, it's, you know, it's, it's cold, but it's relatively okay, especially right near the convention center. And, Megan, as you get out there, you, you don't see the same clouds that they see. You see, like, reddish clouds, and you swear you see things swirling back and forth throughout the curves of the clouds.
1: I'm just going to stare at them, just hopeless.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But the fresh air is nice.
1: I'm going to just try to focus on breathing, close my eyes, not look Mm -hmm. at those weird squiggly clouds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And as you are standing there taking in the fresh air, two more of those cosplayers walk by. And they are in the middle of the street now. There is a little bit of snow on the ground. And there's, you know, the streets are cleared. The sidewalks are cleared. It hasn't snowed for a couple of days. But uh, they're in the middle of the street. And it's, you know, a little past 8 in the morning. And there's a little bit of traffic. But not too much. So they probably are safe. But they're... They're walking with those same jerky sort of movements, almost unnatural movements. And you can hear from them kind of this strange, low, almost guttural sort of sound.
2: And we can all hear that?
0: Yeah, you all hear it.
2: (laughs) Okay, their cosplay is next level.
3: They're very serious about whatever it is they're doing. (laughs) They're in the street. It's a little off-putting. Yeah.
0: And at this point, you guys start getting uh, quite chilled. Um, It's still 10 degrees outside, and uh, it is still a little breezy, but not too much. But the, the cold is starting to get to you quite a bit.
4: Well, all right. Megan, are you okay to go back in? It's, like, freezing out here. Yeah,
1: yeah I don't want you guys to get sick or anything because of me. Yeah, we can go back. Wait, we're not getting- You're coming back with us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I don't want to get lost or f- hit my head again and not have someone there.
2: <laughs> I mean, if you want to go outside, we could all get our jackets and, like, mm-hmm. go back out.
3: Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's 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 cold out and these guys are creepy. Let's, let's just enjoy our con. Let's just focus on the the good things.
3: We can do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe a game will kind of help us out. Yeah. yeah. Or we could go
2: to the business center and learn more about this cult and really freak ourselves out. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe like get in a Call of Cthulhu game or something. Or Betrayal on the Hill again. Something creepy. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I heard about this one game. It's called, like, All Out of Elder Scrolls, or Elder Signs. That's what it is, yeah. It's it's like the All Out of Bubblegum system. Have you guys ever played that? No. That sounds interesting, Yeah, though. I feel like it might be fun. Like, you could just pick it up and play it. Is there real bubblegum involved? I mean, you could probably have it so that your Elder Sign tokens are bubblegum pieces, and you, you eat bubblegum. <laughs> I'd play that. Yeah, we could try something
0: yeah you you know you've seen a link uh for that earlier so you you could probably get to that actually uh it it was uh ryan's game that uh he he designed (laughs) off of the all out of bubblegum uh series so he he's around somewhere so even if you don't have the link you could find him and and get that oh my
2: gosh we could text ryan to run the game for us and we could go back to that conference room like light candles and make it like real atmospheric like creepy
3: Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds good. You know
1: what? Why not? Why not? That may be just what we need. Yeah. Yeah. Just like (laughs) embrace all this weirdness. (laughs) All right. Oh, shit. I can't text him. My phone's dead. Oh, shit. Do we know where he
4: is? I can try and text him. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, you got Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So go ahead and give me a roll to try to Twitter message Ryan.
4: That would be nine. Oh, oh. nice. Oh. No, guys, we're going to have no phones.
0: Are you down to four now? I'm down to four. Okay, perfect. Okay, so, Saren, you um, go and you message Ryan, um, and then you see the little dot, dot, dot bubbles come up in reply, and it, uh, it it's still just dot, 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 dot and then your phone just starts like the screen starts vibrating oh and there comes a reply but it's garbled like there it's just random letters that look somewhat pronounceable as words maybe <laughs> but yeah you don't it's it's weird because you know you've you've chatted with Ryan before on the twitters and <laughs> He's always been uh, pretty, you know, proper with his words and pr- punctuation and all that. And this just looks totally bizarre.
4: Okay, I'll I'll show it to Danny and be like, "Does this like my phone is really old? So it, it, does this look funny? Like I can't read whatever the hell he said."
0: Yeah, Danny, uh, it, it looks uh, it looks normal to you. <laughs> um, it <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like uh, just saying. Yeah, I'm. I'm just sitting in the conference hall, looking at uh, some of the vendor stuff.
2: Yeah, no, it's he's re- he's just saying that he's over there. He's he's shopping right now. Uh,
4: okay, <laughs> it doesn't. That's fine. And I just put my phone back in my <laughs> Wait, pocket. Wait, no. <laughs> what do you think it says? Read I it. can't. I can't read it at Not- all. It just looks like it almost looks like words.
0: As you are looking at the words, <laughs> the the whispers in your head become more prominent. And you swear that the whispers are now saying the words on the phone. (laughs) Sorry. As you are reading them. (laughs)
2: Sorry, that was my (laughs) slurp.
0: (laughs) And it's like one long phrase, probably about 10 words, that as you are reading, you can hear the phrase repeating in your head exactly what is written on the phone.
4: Okay. I'm... Gonna hide how freaked out I am that. <laughs> i that. Just sort of put my phone in my pocket and be like, "So we're gonna, we're gonna go, we're gonna go meet Ryan. That's what's happening."
3: <laughs> I mean, we can, yeah, if you're good, or we can just like if y'all are both good, whatever you guys want.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's a gaming con. Why don't we let's play some games?
4: Yeah.
0: All right. So you head in and you get to the check-in point before the actual uh, gaming hall. Um, you see Michael there, a few others, uh, you see a first aid station off to the side, um, and you see like a table full of games, uh, and then there's like a counter full of games for people to just pick up games and play, basically like board games and stuff like that. And Michael's just there handing out badges and greeting people and, and all that sort of stuff. And it looks like there's there's quite a crowd, there's probably about... Um, 30 people that are just congregating in this area. And as you are looking for a way through the crowd, you notice, kind of in the convention hall entranceway, you notice that weird, shadowy, red-eyed figure staring right at you. But then somebody walks in front of your view and they're gone.
3: I'm getting real tired of that person. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the willies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a really weird phrase i never say
3: because
2: <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be like a scooby-doo scooby-doo sleuth mode yeah mm-hmm. we're at it.
0: so how do you want to get around this crowd is it, it looks like you could you could push your way through or you could uh go around the the longer way around the table of games
4: i always go around i
0: hate pushing through
4: a crowd
3: so that's what i would do
0: all right how about everybody else
3: i'm a follower yeah so
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so if you are just walking around the table and heading to the conference room um i'm gonna say everybody give me a nice a mundane roll and if you want you could always uh sacrifice a piece but probably not a good idea for a simple mundane roll like this
4: six good
0: okay everybody's good
4: I'm, I'm good. good. I
1: got a one this I'm time. I'm good. Oh, nice. Fantastic. Hey! Wow! You lead look at the all way with us.
0: <laughs> 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 good job not going crazy,
1: guys. Hey. We should all just walk around crowds all day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. You make it into you make it into the conference room or the not the conference room the game hall. Um, there's about a hundred tables set up and they're all in a nice little row and along the edges of the entire room are. Vendors of various varieties, uh, pretty much anything your heart desires for gaming uh, supplies, it's there. And you can see, probably about 100 feet away or so, Ryan is at one of the far vendor stations. Um, And he's kind of just looking around and banging on his phone as if something's wrong with it. And... As you are surveying the room, you notice there's people gaming, uh, people walking around, people standing around. But uh, there's some of those weird cosplayers in here, too. And they are pretty much randomly spread throughout the room. Some are standing. Some are sitting at tables by themselves.
2: Ooh. Some are sitting at tables by themselves? Yes. Let's go bug that one and find out what they're about.
3: Yes, please. I was going to
0: say the same thing. Yeah. All right. You head on over to one of the tables. It's on one of the uh, closer edges of the game room. There's nobody uh, within any of the adjacent tables. It's just them sitting by themselves in the center area of one of the table groups. And they are kind of, their heads tilted at an awkward angle. The hood is kind of covering their eyes a bit. And you can see there's probably some sort of, like, strange makeup on their face. Their their flesh looks a little, like, sickly green or, or grayish green sort of color. Uh, there's some uh, prosthetic uh, slash uh, marks on their cheeks. And, like, there's a, there's a nice gash on the neck as well. Um, and it looks like there's some, you know, fake blood that looked like it dripped onto the actual uh the robe itself so they they kind of went all out on this cosplay uh,
3: i'm gonna pull up a chair with a chair in between me and them and uh say wow that's incredible makeup work like how early did you have to get up to be ready like that
0: all you hear in response is
3: yeah i hear you you must be really <laughs> early yeah, I'd be tired, too. Uh, yeah.
2: Do we follow each other on Twitter? Do I know you? Can't <laughs> yeah, I can't recognize you. Yeah,
0: you don't see a lanyard at all. You just see the weird robes uh, that they're wearing, so maybe it's under the robes. But as you are sitting there talking to them, they lift their head up, and the hood pulls back a bit, and now you can see that one of their eyes is completely missing there's just a hole like as if it was completely torn out and the other eye is cloudy and dead looking
1: i second that amazing makeup
4: yeah.
1: but really what's it from
4: but it looks like it must be a dnd thing this is like vecna right
1: oh yeah i could see oh, that but is it
4: i'm just staring <laughs> at the <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: It's it. Uh, his head just goes back and lulls to the side. He twitches all right, all right. a little bit.
1: All right, no, you can't act like it's ridiculous that people are asking you questions <laughs> when you yeah. obviously put all this work into it. Don't be that guy.
2: If our phones were working, I'd take a picture. <laughs> or ask first,
0: of course. At this moment, you hear a scream from one of the corners of the room um could be somebody getting really into the game i remember danny last year shouting at the top of her lungs uh <laughs> during our Numenera game and it was fantastic so maybe it was that but then you hear a commotion like ter- chairs flipping over and like a table crashing to the ground and there is a just a nasty amount of commotion over into the corner and you see some sort of red substance shooting into the air. And you notice there's one of those hooded figures crowded around what seems to be another figure, another person. And there is probably blood spurting all over. And at that moment, this thing, this person in front of you, who's got the lowest, Megan?
1: Yeah, it's absolutely me.
0: (laughs) Stairs... Like he's just—he normally he was normally just staring off into the distance. He focuses laser right on you, and he his eyes—even though one socket is missing an eye—and you know it's not makeup at this point. He just locks his eyes on you and starts standing up.
1: I'm going to take off the little chainmail mask thing that I have from my costume and try to like, make it a little makeshift floppy chainmail weapon and just attack him him in the face.
0: All right, so, Megan, you were uh, turning your mask into a a makeshift, um, basically, mace, effectively?
1: Yeah, I I mean, possibly more of a flail because it would be a bit floppy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, go ahead and give me an insane roll. Because uh, I'm assuming you're going to be using this thing in self-defense against this uh, creature. Yes.
1: How? No. <laughs>
0: you, f- oh. you failed. Oh no! I, fa-
1: I have three and I failed.
0: All no. right. Um, I'm going to say you you whip that chain around. That mask goes completely rigid, and you slash this thing across the 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 chest, the robe. It creates a nice gash. In their body but they still are coming towards you and as that gash opens up you can start seeing some what look like cockroaches and beetles starting to scurry out of it and crawl down its body onto the floor and some of them start flying up towards the ceiling what do you do <laughs>
1: I'm probably just going I'm probably going to scream if I'm being honest. <laughs> and then try to run probably my attack didn't work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did we all see this beetle situation? Oh yes,
0: the beetles okay. everybody sees the beetles. There's people around you starting to freak out now as well. Um there is a lot of commotion. There's probably a couple more hooded figures in here and there are people getting attacked left and right at this point um, you can probably see at least three casualties. There's uh, a couple people that also dressed in cosplay with you know, uh, replica swords that are made of metal but they're dull, trying to Mm. defend other people in some of the corners but um, it's, it's kind of a losing battle and people are starting to rush out of the room
2: I was going to say, it's a good thing those beetles aren't spiders, but this
4: looks bad. Yes. <laughs> we should go somewhere safe, if we can get out. It looks like the doors are...
0: I'm assuming that you're backing off while having this conversation, since this thing yeah. is coming right yes. right for all of you.
3: Yeah. And stomping so, bugs if I come across them.
0: Okay, you're in the middle of a bunch of chairs and tables. How do you want to get out of this situation quickly?
2: Just throw chairs out of the way?
1: Like <laughs> I wanna throw chairs
4: towards it as yeah. we're trying to run away. Between yeah. us yeah. and him.
0: Okay. Perfect. And I wanna uh just stipulate you can you can start ramping up the mm-hmm. the insane tactics. Yeah. If you That's wanna true. do this in a really cool way, especially Megan. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> feel free. You're down to two now, aren't I you? I am Megan? Awesome. It's
1: really hard for me to be like, ah, yes, the insane thing that Megan would do. And I'm like,
0: Yeah <laughs> what <would>, you... though.
1: <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> You're not yourself right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, Megan, as you are trying to figure out how to get out of this area, you can, uh, the voices are continuing in your head, but you also uh, now start hearing what sounds like the, the closest you can describe it is, like, epic trailer music.
4: <sighs>
0: like, the chorus and the, the drums and, you know, the really heavy sort of music. But it's, like, distant. Okay. And only you can hear that.
1: Well, I take this, then, as a sign from beyond whatever veil... <laughs> That I'm not supposed to run right now. So I'm going to jump onto a table, grab a chair, and go WWE on this thing's face. (laughs) Oh, jeez.
0: Awesome. Go ahead and give me an insane roll.
1: Okay. I I got it.
0: Awesome. Perfect. (laughs) You throw yourself and this chair at this, what you can only think of as a zombie um and the chair somehow clips just right in that gash in their neck and their head just flies off of their body and goes tumbling underneath the tables and their body gets pinned underneath the chair as you land on top of it kind of riding the chair like you would a surfboard <laughs>
1: I'm going full Legolas. Yeah.
0: (laughs) As you are standing on top of the chair, thinking you have defeated your foe, the body, it reaches up and grabs at the chair to try to push it off of itself, and completely decapitated, mind you, still is trying to fight against you.
4: Someone else want to help? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I actually, I want to grab her by the waist and just feel. Like, no, we have to get out of here. It's not like wrestle time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you have a good opportunity to get out without any issues. Theron, how are you getting Megan out of there?
4: Um, so I go up to where she is yeah. and I grab her. Like I put one arm around her waist and try and pull her down from the chair to sort of break her out of her reverie. Be like, it's time to run now.
0: Okay. <laughs> so are you, uh, like, fireman carrying her, or... I'm pulling her
4: down to the ground. Pulling her down to
0: the ground. Okay, go yeah. ahead and give me a mundane roll on that one. Uh, I pass. Oh, good. Okay, you are able to get her down, and you are both on the ground now, and the the thing on the ground is still struggling against the chair. Um, as it does, you can start seeing this kind of black ooze coming out of its where its neck is on the ground, and creating this dark black pool uh, where it's laying. And after a moment, the pool starts bubbling a little bit, and you see these little tiny spindly legs reach out onto the edge of the pool, and they start pulling up and all these really weird looking spidery things probably about 6 inches long with these really spindly legs starts crawling out and scurrying across the floor
2: so, oh uh... fuck no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were saying this about was... spiders, Danny? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was, like, really cool. This was hotter than when Queen Elizabeth was fighting Sensational Queen Sherry, and then the spiders come in, and it's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. There's fucking spiders!
0: And there's probably about 50 of them spread spreading throughout the room, crawling out of this pool. Oh, gross. Jenny, well, you- let's,
2: let's lock ourselves in my room, guys. I have a full minibar. Yeah. And like, let's get the
1: fuck out of here. That's great. Wait, do you have a lighter too?
2: Oh yeah. Oh, I like where you're going. We could... Wait, I have a lighter in a bowl pack. What are you thinking?
1: <laughs> I'm, th- I'm thinking alcohol's flammable.
3: Oh, there you go. It's a much <laughs> better use.
0: <laughs> All right. Well,
3: let's let's go. I jump onto a table to run out now. I'm gonna jump from table to table now.
0: Okay, give me an insane roll on that one.
3: (laughs) Because fighters.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: Oh well, I got a one. Oh uh,
0: yeah, that's that's a failure.
3: That is a hardcore failure.
0: What uh, what are you at right now for your counters?
3: Uh, I'm at six now.
0: Oh okay, still up there. Danny, you're still at seven. Yes, we gotta fix that soon.
4: <laughs> no, she can protect us, okay, so <laughs> you
0: are um running along the tabletops, you get a little bit more confident and and start doing some cartwheels over some of the tables, uh getting over some of the people, <laughs> and you lose your footing at the end and take a dive right into probably a a small pile of spiders classic yes. Great.
3: That let out a curling scream.
0: Okay, <laughs> you can feel along your arms like the spider's legs piercing into your flesh, and as they as you brush them away and they start scurrying away, you notice that your arms have these like nasty holes. Throughout. Oh my god! <laughs>
3: uh. Oh no! Oh no! oh no i need a jacket fast (laughs) let's go
0: (laughs) awesome so you guys uh, you get up you head out of the game room you don't see many people that you know but you see a lot of people just fleeing out of the game room as well there's people that are wanting to close the doors while people are still getting out. So there's kind of a little bit of a stampede thing going on here. But you managed, since you were fairly close to the entrance, get out just fine.
3: They're not going to lock those people in there, are they? Not if they get out fast enough.
0: It seems like some, <laughs> some people are trying to close the door on other people that are trying to get out still.
3: No, we can't, we can't, we can't let this
2: happen. That's fucked up. Hey, no, leave those doors open! Our friends are in there! Who's who's the jerk that's, like, leading this?
0: Um, It seems to be a few people that are just panicking and out of their mind right now with fear. Uh, some people are trying to bring chairs over to prop underneath the doors to hold them closed, and some people are trying to fight against them, saying, oh, we got people in there, and so they're kind of... Some people are mirroring your thoughts, and some people are just trying to barricade everything right now because... Uh, From what you see inside, when you look back again, there are bugs crawling along the walls. There are uh, things flying around through the air that uh, are probably the size of those crazy spiders that you saw. And they kind of look like the spiders that you saw only flying. And you can notice that there's uh, quite a few more of those hooded figures than you had realized and they are starting to um, move tables out of the way and drag people like to the center of the room and other people are still trying to spill out at this point point. and while you are sitting there seeing all of this happen you hear the tornado sirens go off outside blaring and they are just you know, like tornado sirens do. Pulse oh, No,
2: what what the hell is that? I've never heard of tornado siren. Oh really? So <laughs> like yeah, we don't have those It's so Like, what is that? Yeah. What is happening?
0: And it is generally used for either states of emergency or tornadoes, um, or air raids, uh things like that. Which is all totally bizarre, except for this might constitute a state of emergency if it's happening more than just this convention center.
3: We should try to move people out of the lobby somewhere safer. Because if if those sirens are telling us there's like a tornado or something coming, assuming this isn't everything that's happening. We're going to get broken glass in here now. We got to get people like to a basement, you know, like which... Actually sounds terrifying right now, but also the lobby's no longer a very good place to <laughs> congregate.
2: Oh. oh my gosh, Laura, I think there's a spider leg in your arm you didn't get out.
3: Yes, please. <laughs> Ugh! <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> and you can see now um, as she pulls that out, the the little holes that are in your arm are kind of squeezing together. Uh, you can still feel like that they're still there, but they don't look like, you know, pierce marks. And it's weird because they didn't bleed at all.
3: So my hands behind my back.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it it just looks like you have a bunch of weird goosebumps right now um, where the, all those holes were. I can imagine that's not too pleasant.
2: No, I don't think there's like spider eggs in there. You? Oh god. I didn't <laughs> until now. <laughs> I saw it on a movie once.
3: Oh no. Just kill me now. It's not even worth it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright. As you are trying to figure out what to do next, um, the lights suddenly go off and you hear a loud explosion outside. It's not lightning anymore. It is like a loud, loud bomb going off somewhat nearby and the entire conference center shakes and everybody pauses for a minute to see what's going on and to listen
3: yeah i want to i want i want to go see what it is because i just i have to know
0: (laughs) okay so you head uh past the cafe to the doors which are uh all glass there's about you know six or eight doors or something like that at that area and you can see outside and you can see that there is still flashes of lightning happening, but uh, it's so dark out there it's hard to see like more than 100 feet in front of you. But every time you see a flash of lightning, um, you can notice that there's like smoke billowing up from a building a couple blocks away.
3: Thank good, y'all. Mm-mm.
0: Where do we think
4: is like a safe place to be? I'm not sure that. Hotel rooms on the 13th floor are wise. Yeah.
1: We probably want to stay ground floor in case we have to run. But also, I don't think anywhere is safe. I think if I somewhere's going to be safe, we have to make it safe.
3: How do we do that if we don't know what's dangerous? I mean, those guys are dangerous. <laughs> but I don't know how they work. <laughs> I have my car. We could all
2: hop in and we could like plow through them in the streets and get out of here.
3: We could do that. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that.
0: Your car is safe on the uh, the second level of the car park, which is uh, I think it's like four or five levels of cars are allowed in there. Um,
2: I had to tell you something. Yes, my real life license plate is Relay. So
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that's amazing. <laughs> so what what type of car do you have, Danny?
2: Uh, It's a Toyota Highlander, so we got plenty of room. Perfect.
0: Plenty of room, plenty of mass to to make your way through a crowd if necessary. Yes. Perfect. So, as you are standing by the doors waiting to figure out which way you're going to be going, because you have to go up to that second floor again, across the, the skywalk to get back to the car park, you notice something scurrying through the streets outside. And this is something that is probably medium dog sized, but it's running on two legs with some weird paws or clawed hands out. So it looks kind of like a dog with wider feet and wider legs at the bottom, but it's bipedal. And it, they, there's like two or three of them in a group scurrying along. You see some people have run outside from the conference center and these things notice them turn and start jumping at these people and they're getting attacked.
1: How impressive are the jumps on these guys?
0: (laughs) Uh, They jumped probably 20 feet with no effort.
1: Are they jumping high too or just uh, distance?
0: Lengthwise, yeah. Okay, so it's just like a
1: lion jump sort of?
0: Effectively, yeah. Yeah. So it just pounces okay. right onto it. Um, one of them latches on with these, now that they're a little bit closer, uh, these unnatural-looking jaws unhinge. Uh, the jaws are, like, uh, from ear to ear. It opens up with these spiky teeth that latches into uh, the neck of one of these uh, katakon goers. Okay. <laughs> okay. oh,
1: <Right>. okay. Perfectly
2: <laughs> done. That's what I thought too. Oh, good. <laughs> I hope Michael took out insurance for this con. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> I have some lawsuits, I think. Okay.
0: All right. Um, I want somebody to give me the name of a prominent podcaster
2: Jim McClure.
0: Jim McClure. Awesome. So you see these things attacking the this group of three people. And out of nowhere, Jim McClure backflips out of the second story <laughs> and comes down on them with a katana. Nice. And he is taking them out and he starts booking it down the street after presumably more things.
1: Oh my god, he's making this a safe place, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to hide and let Jim do all the work. <laughs>
2: Everybody better buy his new game, Satanic Panic, afterwards. Thank you.
1: And the game rocks. (laughs) What if this is just a marketing scheme? It's very
3: elaborate.
1: (laughs) He would have spent a lot of cash on this. I'm impressed,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jim.
0: Yeah, you can see out there there's two shell-shocked people. One of their friends was uh, just eaten before the other two could get uh, attacked. Jim saved them, and they're just sitting there in shock. But uh, they seem to be safe right now, uh, aside from the one that, that appears to be probably dead uh, in the pool of blood outside.
2: Yo, Jim, do you have any more of those katanas? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he is out of ear range right now. But after you say that, uh, the person that is lying there starts twitching.
1: All right, let's go. Let's go to the car. Let's go. you have seen this. It's bad.
3: It's very bad. Let's we'll run them over on the way out. This That's a
0: right. Thing. Yeah. All right. So you're going to be headed up the other escalator. Uh, go ahead and uh, give me mundane rolls to to get up this escalator, unless you want to do it in a spectacular fashion.
3: Cool doing right I way. assume
1: that the walls aren't like nice. clear blank walls, right? Like they've got to have like tapestry or something on them to be like. Um, I can't
3: come.
0: Some of them, yeah, have like banners. Okay, it, I then would I'm going to
1: try climbing the banners <laughs> to get to the, like, ceiling.
0: <laughs> to get to... to the second level? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, go ahead and give me an insane roll then, Megan. Everybody's running up the escalators. Megan's climbing tapestries to get up to the second level.
1: All right. That's awesome. Good.
0: Perfect. Did everybody else succeed? Yes. Awesome. Okay, so you make it to the second level. Uh, there's people panicking up here, too. Um, the lights just are completely out at this point. And you can see back in that hallway that you were down before, there's multiple sets of those red eyes, probably six sets of eyes, and they are looking in your direction. And it appears that they are walking your way as well.
2: Can I spend a dice to do a spectacular move? Yes, you can. All right. I'm going to sacrifice one. Ladies, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to drop my pants. And in real life, I do have a huge ass Cthulhu tattoo, like Necronomicon, single everything. Nice. I go, one of us, go the other way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. And what do you hope to accomplish with this maneuver?
2: That they think that we're one of them and they go the other way.
0: Okay. So <laughs> you, uh, you, you have like a symbol of the Necronomicon on? I do. Oh, perfect. As you pull your pants to show this symbol, um, you point at it, and it starts glowing on your leg. And instinctually, (laughs) you cast some sort of strange spell from this symbol of the Necronomicon. There must be something weird in the air. You, You get this thought in your head, and all of a sudden, the hallway lights up. And there is a barrier of flame protecting between you and these weird figures. And they cower and go back and stop advancing. It doesn't seem like the flame is catching anything on fire. It just looks like it's in the hallway, completely like a barrier of sorts.
3: That's flipping incredible. Yeah. I think
1: my friends were right about tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Man,
2: who did it, I know she's, you know, she's pagan and uh, a witch, devote witch, so maybe she, like, legit did something. Oh my god. Like, whoa!
0: <laughs> and you can, uh, Danny, you can feel, like, this thing inside of you that you've never really felt before, um, and you feel like you might be able to do stuff like that again if you needed to.
2: Does your cosplay have a cloak? Yeah, it does. Or yeah. something. Yeah. Can, can I borrow that? Oh, okay. Yeah, take it. All right. What are you going to do? I'm, I'm going to take my jeans off and like use it like a makeshift skirt so I have easier access so I don't have to drop my pants if I ever want to try it again. <laughs>
0: <Nice>. Fantastic.
2: <laughs> Emptying out my pockets into my bag.
0: Awesome. Okay, so you are... Uh, Able to get to the skywalk that will go towards the parking garage without any issues. It is off to the left-hand side, past the hallway, uh, towards where those weird things are and where that fire is blazing. Um, As you make your way over there, you are on the skywalk. You can see out the windows. There is chaos in the streets. There are hooded figures with their hoods down, running after... uh, people that are attending the conference that are trying to run away um there is not just like cloud lightning there is actual like bolts of lightning hitting the ground on the horizon and somewhat nearby as well and the lightning is pure red energy that is crackling uh you can start hearing the rumble of the thunder um especially when it's closer it's it's quite a bit more prominent Um, and you suddenly see everything go quiet. The figures in the hoods stop wherever they are. And this burst of pure red energy shoots up from a building a couple blocks away into the sky. And the clouds part for a minute. And all of a sudden the energy falls back into the ground and you feel like you are in like a 8.0 earthquake for a minute and there is just this loud loud rumble um everybody that is at 4 dice or lower you hear like this screaming in your head like this weird otherworldly scream Last through the whole entire rumble. And then once the rumbling is over, you see a couple blocks away, you have a good vantage point of this a hand come out of the ground and land onto the road. And this hand is probably the hand itself is the size of probably a van of sorts. And the arm attached to it is huge. You would say that if this creature, if you saw the whole thing, would probably be about 50 feet tall. And another hand comes up and reaches and slams into the street. And now you can see it pull itself up. And this guy, you can see ah. in the distance. Ooh. And yeah. for the audio medium, it is, um, I don't even want to pronounce the name, but it is this terrifying looking creature with a bulky, almost um, elephant skin sort of body, with really large claws, really red eyes, and the teeth are just probably a good foot long spikes that look like they would do an enormous amount of damage. And it has drool coming from its mouth, falling to the ground. And it screams the most terrifying scream you have ever heard in your life. And it is almost deafening.
1: Car, car, car.
3: (laughs) I don't know what a car's going to do against that thing. Or a katana. Get us away faster. (laughs) True.
0: You notice that the creatures, uh, the the hooded figures and the small little creatures in the streets are getting a little bit more uh, active again and they start walking towards this gigantic thing that is starting to stretch and walk through the city. And you think it might be headed towards the conference center.
3: Great. Great.
2: Great. Yep. Do we want to try and, like, save the day and drive our car into
3: it or something? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Do we want to get some uh, alcohol... And fire? Yes, that too. <laughs> Alcohol, <laughs> fire, cars, anything else. Beautiful.
4: I would prefer it if we could do something that wouldn't put us in danger of dying immediately. But
3: I'm I'm for not dying. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's it wasn't on my to do list today, so uh <laughs> Yeah.
0: So I need a dice total from everybody, if I could please. Yeah, six. Six? Six. Six. Okay, Megan? Two. Two. And Theron? (laughs) Four. Four. Perfect.
3: Six. 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 Uh That's true. (laughs) Let that sink in.
0: All right. Um, So you guys get to the the lobby. If you want to get some supplies from your room, you can. Um, It would take you to the 12th floor to do so. Or if you want to go to the car garage, you can do that as well.
3: Do we have something that we could use to blow up the cars around us? And then we wouldn't have to run up and get the alcohol. We could just blow up cars.
2: Oh, guys, I have alcohol in my car. I went to Jungle Gyms on the way. I've never been except for a catacomb taught me about it, and I stopped up. Perfect. Oh, good.
1: All right. I think we're set then.
3: Yeah, definitely.
2: And that's based in reality.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you make it to the car park. You can see your car is off to the side. There is um, a couple people that are trying to leave as well. A couple people are having trouble starting their car. Um, But you probably have about 100 feet to get there. And you notice on the the ramp leading down to the ground level, um, there's stuff starting to walk up it. Um, And you think you can probably get to your car before... Those things get to the top of the ramp. Depends on how you want to get there.
1: I want to once again use my bit of chainmail and try to use it as a slashing implement to cut off a chunk, like, help me cut off a car door off of a car to try to make it into some sort of weapon or shield.
0: Nice. So you are prying open a car door to pop it off its hinges and use it as a personal <laughs> shield. Yes. Go ahead and give me an insane roll on that.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Perfect. Yeah, you you find this uh, car, It's it seems to be kind of falling apart, probably somebody uh, down on their luck, not able to fix their car. Um, and the car door, surprisingly, your chainmail piece is very strong the whatever you got for this cosplay was top-notch quality and that card or just pops right off the hinges and there's a there's a little handle inside that looks perfectly sized for your arm to use it as a shield
1: i knew this would work
0: out <laughs> <laughs> i knew this con could
1: only go
3: up <laughs> i would just like to sprint very fast
0: okay I, I,
4: yeah, I also just want to book it, but I'm going to uh, sling my backpack off my shoulder so that I can use it to hit anything if it comes out.
0: Okay, um, if you are sprinting as fast as you can towards the car, just give me a mundane roll on that, please.
1: I'm going to eat a pixie stick as I am for extra <laughs> sugar energy. There you I'm going to jump on the top of cars in case there's more creepy crawlies on the ground.
0: Okay, you don't see any creepy crawlies uh, as of right now.
1: I'm gonna do it so that I can feel like Nightcrawler.
0: Sure. <laughs> uh, give me, give me an insane <laughs> roll to to leap from the ground to the top of one of the cars. No. Nope. You you failed. I
1: failed. Wow. Oh,
0: you are down to one.
1: Got one now. Wow.
0: Okay. Um, you hear that that music that you kind of tuned out before suddenly starts blaring a little bit. Um, like you can still hear everything around you just fine, but you can, you can almost sense something happening in the, like the, the skies. You can see a little bit outside the, the car park and you see figures flying through the clouds of sorts. When you look at that way, um, you're not really sure what they are from inside the car park, but you, you definitely know there's something weird going on out there. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh everybody else sprinting towards the car did you succeed in your roles
3: i yes. succeeded I very not.
0: well danny did not oh you were down I to did five not.
2: i'm down to five danny
0: you were starting to hear those whispers um you you know it's it's kind of what uh i described before so it's just the <laughs> 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 but you make it to the car Danny, as you are running, uh, what sort of uh, shoes would you normally have on during this point?
2: Either flip flops or um, like my vans, but probably flip flops, to be honest, okay. even in winter. Yep.
0: So you have your flip flops <laughs> on, and as you're flipping and flopping down towards the car, <laughs> one of them gets jammed into a crack that's in the the actual ground, and you are stuck it gets jammed in such a way that your toes kind of are against the ground and the flip-flop is stuck in the crack. Ugh. So you you're, you have to basically force your foot out of this position in order to at least leave your flip-flop behind. Okay. So you are stuck there right now as everybody else makes it to the car. Except for Megan, who is on top of another car right now. <laughs> um, yeah, and... Megan, uh, since I know that you failed, you are on top of the car, but um, you lose your footing a little bit too, and you are probably, uh, what sort of uh, footwear are you wearing right now?
1: I am wearing thigh-high boots.
0: Thigh-high boots. Nice. Fantastic. All right, so you lose your footing, and your boot goes through the windshield of this car, and you are also stuck.
1: Good.
0: <laughs> and at this moment, those creatures are making it to the top of the ramp. Danny, you are stuck in the middle of the area. Those things would get to you probably first. Um, okay. Any moment now.
2: Um, I am going to tr- try to move my skirt to the side. And do I have to spend a um die to get it to work? If
0: you want it to, and if you want it to work automatically. You have to spend a die, otherwise you could do an insane roll.
2: All right, now let's do an insane roll. Okay. So I need to get under my current.
0: You need to get over your current.
2: Okay, over for the insane. Did not happen. Okay, you
0: lose a die anyway. I should have spent <laughs> <laughs> you, you are trying You are trying to activate this thing as you had before, um, but for some reason it doesn't seem to be working. Maybe this was just a fluke this last time. Maybe uh but you still feel that little bit of power still inside of you. As you are doing that, um you can see the creatures, they all turn towards you and lock their eyes on you. Um you're at four now? Correct. You can also now hear the chanting in your head more clearly. Um it's no longer whispers, it's so it's it's transitioned pretty fast from whispers to weird. Uh, Cthulhu-esque chanting.
2: Megan, I, I think those drugs kicked in! <laughs> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Can I, um, throw my car keys to the people that I've already made it to the car?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Uh, okay. Give me a mundane roll on that.
2: Oh my fucking gosh. I did not make it. Oh. <laughs> oh no!
0: Oops. Join you throw me. the car keys and... They fly towards, um, you, but they skitter along the ground. They're between you and the car and, uh, Laura and Theron, you are both at the car. You see the car keys skitter towards you. They're probably about 10 feet away from each of you right now. And one of those creatures runs and grabs them as well as a couple other creatures, those little weird bipedal things are now up near all of you
4: i want to try and smash the creature with my bag that took the keys
0: okay <laughs> um let's see do you normally smash people uh with your backpack or
4: <laughs> i would i mean it seems like a, a fairly sane action in the moment but it could go
0: either way yeah <laughs> if you think this is uh something that you know what? I'm just going to say this is an insane roll because you are in an okay. insane situation.
4: Um, I failed. Okay, I got a four. That means, and I have four. Yep. Then. So
0: that you do fail. Um. So okay, go ahead and get rid of one of your counters, and you <gasps> swing your backpack, and it it the thing dodges out of the way a bit with the mm-hmm. keys still hanging off some of its teeth. Looks like the teeth are or the key ring on the keys is like stuck on one of its teeth so the keys are just sitting there dangling making this jingly sound and your backpack whizzes by and smashes into the ground as it does the the backpack opens up splits open and all of the stuff that you had inside appears to be no longer there and has transformed into this weird pulsing sort of flesh that starts oozing out of the top of your backpack. All right. And you've been carrying that on your back for a while.
4: I have. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, I would like to break the window of Danny's car (laughs) and hotwire it. Just (laughs) just, sorry. (laughs) It's all good.
0: (laughs) All right, go ahead and give me an insane roll on that one.
3: Okay, oh. Oh, I got a five, so I did not. Oh,
0: that's unfortunate. You lose a piece. And uh, so now you are currently at five, correct?
3: Yes.
0: All right, so you start hearing whispers as well. <laughs> they are in your head. It <laughs> oh, is no. a constant.
3: Uh, swat.
0: <laughs> sort of.
3: <laughs> i swatting the air. Yeah.
0: But you're trying to hotwire the car so bad and you are, you're you hearing more of these things chittering away as they come up the ramps and their clawed feet are clacking against the cement ground. Uh, the thing that has the keys is kind of just playing with it right now, <laughs> uh, trying to get it off of its tooth. So you have a little bit of time there. But as you hotwire the car, um, you feel the spark come on the thing. And you start smelling smoke coming from the engine. Somehow, you set the engine on fire. Oh, oops. (laughs)
3: Sorry. (laughs) These things happen. Do they?
0: (laughs) So you have a car here, and it is probably going to start on fire any minute now, and it is loaded with alcohol. What?
3: Oh, yeah. This is a true story. What? Dude? I forgot.
0: We should try and roll it down the ramp.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> Don't hit me in the process. I'm so stuck.
0: You're about 20 <laughs> feet from the car. The car is in a parking spot where you could, if you did a full uh, circle with it in neutral, you could probably get it down the ramp. But you would be going directly around Danny and around this weird creature.
3: Let's do it.
0: All right. <laughs> It might take more than one of you who wants to help.
1: I think I'm still stuck in a windshield somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you are stuck in a windshield.
4: Oh, okay.
1: Danny
0: is probably about 15 feet in front of you towards the, the car, Megan. And um, she's stuck in the ground. And about 20 feet past that is the car. Uh, so you're about 35 feet away from the car, Megan. And both Laura and Theron are at the car right now.
1: All right, I'm going to use my shield to break the windshield.
0: All right, go ahead and uh, give me an insane roll on that one.
1: No! <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, bad.
0: so you rolled a one? Yes, I did. Oh, wow. fantastic! Wow. You have zero tokens now. Yeah. You <laughs> smash the windshield, and it explodes out from under you. Your leg is free, but you feel... Kind of this weird craze, in probably from blood your loss. Head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but what's
0: but what's funny though is you reach down to smash the windshield, and as you do, um, you notice something weird hanging from the rearview mirror of this car. It looks like a, a weird, a circular symbol. It looks to be of a weird uh, sort of metal. And you get this weird, instinctual feeling that it's extremely important somehow. If you are familiar with the Cthulhu games, Mm -hmm. it almost looks like an Elder Sign.
1: Oh, I'm I'm gonna take
0: that. You grab this Elder Sign, and you feel this surge of energy, like good, peaceful sort of energy. You feel like you can do anything right now. Except the basic
4: things.
0: (laughs) You don't trust yourself now to walk normal anymore. You have to basically go all out with all of your actions at this point. All right. All right. So, uh, (laughs) Lauren Theron, you are back at the car. Um, you were planning to, I assume, roll the on fire car down the car ramp. How do you want to do that?
3: if it, cuz it's not working right like it like we c- it can coast but yep. it's not going to drive
0: you could put it in the neutral and it could roll yeah. yes but so, it's not going to drive
3: i'm happy to push the car i'll get out i'll push the car if you <laughs> will S- steer? steer it yes
4: I'll, that's fine i can do that cool so i'll get in and throw it into neutral
0: all right and try and steer so since the car is on fire while you're doing this
4: <laughs> and
0: smoke is billowing out over the windshield, I'm mm-hmm. gonna make you do an insane roll, both of you, on this one.
4: Oh man,
0: I failed. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> so did I. You both, you both fail. Oh. Okay, uh, what are your totals at now? Two.
3: Now I'm at four.
0: Okay. So at four, you hear the whispers turn into those more uh, Cthulhu-esque chanting voices. And at two, you start hearing that strange music in the background as well. The the epic trailer sort of drums and and sort of stuff going on.
4: That's great. It seems very appropriate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. And Megan, you have basically in your ears... Um, the chanting has stopped. It is just pure, epic music blaring in your soul.
1: Alright, I'm going to do a little flip, like little somersault into that Junker <laughs> car that's also missing a door. So I assume it's, I, I just got onto the car that I'd rip the door off uh-huh. of, throw the door in the passenger yes. seat to be my buddy, take some bobby pins out of my hair, start trying to hotwire the car to get it started.
0: All right. Yeah, you, you do that. No problem. You, you, <laughs> with extreme <laughs> agility, just flip off of this car and toss the the discarded uh, door into the passenger seat and just kind of wedge it in there and get this car started like nothing. It actually sounds like a really good running car, even though it looks Horrible on the outside
2: beautiful well all this is going on i am trying to get out and i'm going to take my, my church key the bottle opener there that has like the wine opener and try to just cut my flip-flop um thong so i can get out of here
0: is that on your keychain
2: no no it's a bigger thing my my oh. keychain is my bottle opener
0: <laughs> okay so okay so your keychain is gone just, but you have this other device on i you. always do perfect okay go ahead and in my key and... bag <laughs> yep. Go ahead and give me a mundane roll on that one. All right. So just... I have
2: three, and I just rolled. Is it a ten or is it a zero? Am I it's a, ten it's to... a ten. If you okay, rolled
0: it, I rolled a, a ten. Okay. So you lose another die, and you're down to two now. And um, you can also start hearing uh, like that faint epic music. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now you have. Uh, laura and theron trying to push this car um theron uh it's starting to get a little too warm in there (laughs) as you're pushing it um but you think you got it into a proper direction uh to get it down the ramp and laura you are able to push it a little bit further but it gets kind of stuck at that point you think you might need two people to push it down um and then danny Your foot flip-flop snaps in half with the force that you're trying to unwedge yourself in, but you escape. You get your foot out. You have a free foot, but it's bare. Unless you wear socks with your flip-flops, which I hope you do not.
4: (laughs) I do not. (laughs) I had spare flip-flops in my bag, but they're meat now, so I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and, and as you're pulling the car around, that fleshy nastiness in your bag, everybody can see this now. There's like weird tentacle things starting to come out and starting to pull itself out of the bag. And it feels like this thing is a little bit more defined as this uh, kind of flesh-toned octopus type of deal. Without a face or a head or anything like that.
1: Is their car between me and the ramp, or are they like to the side?
0: It is now about um it would probably be off to the side a bit. Um Danny's able to get out of the way. Um but they are immobile but you can see flames starting to come out of the grill of the car.
4: Help I help I'll help I'll hop out and push.
0: Okay. Uh, How are you going to be pushing this car? From what side of the car do you want to push it more towards the doors, closer to the fire, or from behind the car?
3: Behind. is where I would be. I would probably
4: stand, like, right outside the driver's side door and push from there.
0: Okay. So Theron, uh, since that's a little insane, uh, being right near the flames as they flick out from the engine... Um, I'll have you do an insane roll and the others that are pushing from behind, please do a mundane roll.
3: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good too.
0: (laughs) You are very lucky that, uh, (laughs) you are able to push this car down the ramp. Um, as you send it coasting, it runs right over the creature that had Danny's keys, just as it swallows the keys. Um, (laughs) And you hear it kind of shriek a little bit as it gets run over. But then the car starts cascading down the ramp. And as soon as it hits the bottom, you can see it's engulfed in flames. And all of a sudden, it explodes. All of that alcohol that was in the back just catches fire. And there is a large fireball surrounding down there. And you could see it probably took out... You know, a couple dozen of these creatures that were at the base of the ramp.
2: Good. That was $350 worth of Jungle Jim's charge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention the car that just got blown up. Yeah,
2: that's true. That's fully insured. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so what do you do? You got a clear exit at this point, and you have a running vehicle.
3: I'm going to jump in that c- Get in the car. Hard. Yeah. I guess we all get
4: in the back because the door is,
3: yeah. is the friend, The door's my right? best friend.
4: <laughs> Are you still
0: carrying around your bag of meat? Um, The bag of meat is actually walking around right now.
1: I'll make sure to hit it on the way out. Um, yeah, hit it.
0: <laughs> <good>. <laughs> but it all could right, be ha- a cat in there. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely not a cat.
3: <laughs> Very bad cat if it's a cat. <laughs> yeah. Not a good a cat.
0: cat. A cat with eight plus tentacles. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Yeah. So, okay, how do you want to drive down this uh, this ramp? Please describe it so, to me.
1: So, once everyone gets into the car, I'm going to turn to them, say, Guys, we're basically superheroes. Turn back, and then just start <laughs> belting out Immigrant Song as I gun it.
3: <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. You go flying down the ramp. You, s- you feel like a thump just at the top of the ramp, and you see some tentacle go flying off to the side, Um, and you are booking it down this ramp. You pass the flaming wreckage of the vehicle prior, Um, and you can now see, as soon as you hit the street, a large foot comes crashing down right in front of you. What do you do?
1: I want to try to do a sort of Shadow of the Colossus with this and try to drive up its foot as much as I can and then if the car stops, leap out the broken windshield grabbing my sh- my door friend and then use it as leverage to like sink into the skin to be able to hang on and possibly try to climb up
0: higher. Alright, ah! you do ex- you do exactly that. <laughs> you are vertical on this beast and... You dig your shield into the side of this thing's leg, and uh, what are the three passengers in the back seat of this beat-up car doing at this Jeez. point?
2: So we're driverless, and it's <laughs> and it's vertical. It, it's
0: it's <laughs> vertical. It's at the apex of its height, and you feel if you do not do something, it's going to start <laughs> crashing down. You're about twenty feet in the air at this point. <laughs>
2: You hear the click as I put my seatbelt on.
0: <laughs> give me, give me a, give me a mundane roll on that, Danny. All right.
2: So I have two dice, and I just rolled a ten. So
0: it's beautiful! <laughs> you frantically pull to get your seatbelt on, but you pull a little too fast, and it locks. It like like stupid seatbelts always do mm-hmm. in the back seat. It locks, so you can't pull to get that seatbelt on. <laughs>
2: I just can't hold on to it.
0: <laughs> now that now that you are all outside, Megan, you see that in the skies it is not just regular figures. It almost looks like a, a chorus of angels and a chorus of these weird demonic looking creatures clashing in the clouds. And each time they clash, there is a large spark of lightning and thunder that follows. Um, Danny, you're at one die right now, right? You see the skies twirling. There is weird, like light, shadowy figures moving around. You don't see anything defined, but you you also see these these sparks and stuff. And everybody, let's see, Laura, you're still at four, right? Mm-hmm. You just see regular lightning every now and then.
2: Hmm. Can I spend my last die?
0: <laughs> what do you want to do, Danny?
2: Um. Seeing as the the tattoo thing worked so beautifully before, I'm gonna grab my other leg, which has a big tattoo of a dracolich on it, and say, now's your time, boy! Come save us, come (laughs) save us,
3: and
0: channel all my
2: energy (laughs) into my dracolich.
0: Fantastic. You hear you have all this stuff that's been going on, and all of a sudden this extreme clarity and whatnot just pauses all of the sound for all of you and you hear this loud roar coming from behind you as Danny's leg like has this flash of energy pulsing along the Draculich tattoo and you can see kind of in the rear view mirror behind you is this I'm assuming undead dragon that is grabbing and holds up the car before it can start crashing down into the ground. So now the car is safe. You have successfully summoned a Dracolich, Danny.
1: <laughs> Woo Amazing. I look over and I scream, you're a wizard daddy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Megan, you're hanging from this thing. Uh, Laura and Theron, you're sitting in the back seat. What What do you guys do in the back seat right now?
4: I look back at the Dracolich. Uh, does it look like it's going to eat me if I get out of this car?
0: <laughs> you can't really tell from here because it looks scary and frightening, and it's huge. It's not as big as this thing that you are hanging off of right now, mm-hmm. but it is pretty formidable. But... You can tell that it's probably being um, somewhat controlled mostly by Danny
4: at okay. this point. Then I am going to bust out of the car and try and get on the Draculich, which seems like a much better vehicle.
0: Nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Go awesome. ahead and uh, give me an insane roll on that. I pass. Fantastic. Yeah! You rear your foot and. Bust the door open. The door goes flying off the hinges and crashes (laughs) to the ground below. Um, You stand on your seat and leap out in somersault over the side and land perfectly on the back of this draculich. Amazing. You are now riding this draculich between its wings and (laughs) it is staring up. You can see it staring up at this gigantic creature. What are you doing, Laura?
3: Well, I'm wide-eyed, mouth open, amazed by everything that is happening right now. Um, and I would probably want to try to. Oh no, Megan's on it, isn't she? I was gonna say I would love to set this thing on fire. Do it. Uh, Do it. I
0: would. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How? How would you like to set this thing on fire?
3: I'd like the car to blow up. Uh, and get on fire again, and then have the Dracolich put it the car on as high up as it can. You know, so that it like sticks, hits some of the vital organs.
0: Okay, um, but you and Danny are still in the car at this moment.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get out of the car.
0: All right. All right. Uh- <laughs> so you have an exit you've got um one side that danny's on i'm gonna say you were in the middle laura and uh theron was able to kick the door off the right side of the car and um so you have one clear exit if you wanted to get out that way and danny you notice uh along with your uh, draculich tattoo and your necronomicon tattoo there is now another tattoo that had just mysteriously appeared, that looks a lot like one of those elder signs. Oh,
2: I, I think I think I'm branded. Think I'm in trouble. <laughs> think I'm in trouble.
0: <laughs> uh, but you feel uh, kind of a sense of peace and calm, just like Megan had before. Oh. All of the whispers and all of the chanting is gone. It is just epic level trailer music playing and you so, you now see the, the demons and the, the angels fighting in the heavens and the, the reddish lightning blasts of all of them clashing with one another uh, as you are sitting in the back of this beat up car.
2: Who is my gut telling me to root for in this <laughs> battle of the Angels versus demons or
0: whatever it is. You feel like the angels would probably be a good one to win this battle. Simply because everything else that is causing havoc is probably on the more evil side of things.
2: Right. Well, I guess I can try and get out of this car.
0: All right. What spectacular way are you going to be getting out of this car, Danny?
2: <laughs> no, but I don't have any dice or anything.
0: No, you, you automatically succeed at every insane action, but you automatically fail at every mundane action at this point. Oh,
2: so I've got to make it insane.
0: It has to be insane, otherwise you will auto-fail.
2: Round two! Um, I'm going (laughs) to slap my beholder tattoo in this really cool... It's a baby beholder, because it's legit on here. It's going to come up, and I'm going to jump onto it, and it's going to
0: bring me down. Hmm. That is remarkable. Yeah, you summon... (laughs) a beholder and since you're on the side of the car now and you can see it this like rift appears in space time and this crazy beholder lifts out of it its eyes are wiggling around it sees you and it it goes up and it's at this point you get you get the courage to jump off and you leap onto this thing and it starts floating back down and you can see now that this giant 50 to 60 foot tall creature, you have its attention, basically. Uh, Megan, you can see it looking right at you since you have a shield lodged into its leg Mm -hmm. and it starts reaching down towards you.
1: Well, before it can get its hand to me, I'm going to, with my perfectly manicured nails that I had prepped for my cosplay that are pretty long, (laughs) (laughs) climb around to its back (laughs) try to climb (laughs) up
0: it. All right. Yeah, you skitter around, um, leaving the shield in place uh, because there's uh, no easy way to hold on to it at that point. But you can see as you're skittering over the hide, the shield starts getting pushed out of the flesh and the flesh starts sealing back up. But uh, you're able to skitter to its back, and it's starting to try to grab, but it's so massive that it's unable to grab at you from your position. Um, th- let's see, Laura was still in the car. Aye. <laughs> you wanted to start this car on fire somehow. Yeah. And have it go pushed up into this thing's inside. Yes. Go ahead and uh, give me an insane roll, and tell me how you'd do that if you succeed. Unless you want to spend a die. Uh,
3: uh, For ro- insane, saying I get higher, right? The higher, okay. the higher the roll, the better. Okay, I got a seven. Okay, good.
0: Perfect. Um, okay, so you, you keep your four dice. And tell me how you get out of this car and start it on fire to the point where the, the Draculich can push it into this thing's gut.
3: So <laughs> I will... Uh, well, hot, hot wiring it, I somehow did something that lit it on fire. So I'm gonna yep. try to duplicate those bad moves.
0: <laughs> yes, perfect. Yeah, you go, you go diving over the front seat. You're in the center, so you just dive between the two front seats, and you're just, you're basically just standing upright on the the back portion of the back seat since the car is vertical right now on this thing's leg, and you reach up, you hotwire the thing. You remember exactly what you did to Danny's car. <laughs> And it starts on fire. And you are able to exit out of it. Um, do you want to jump on the Beholder side or on the dracolich side?
3: The dracolich side.
0: Awesome. You jump out of the car. You slide down the arm of the dracolich, And uh, Theron, you are sitting there riding this dracolich, right? Yeah. And you see Laura coming out of the car sliding along this thing. You think... If you don't catch her, she might fall right past you, and it might hurt quite a bit dropping twenty <laughs> feet onto the concrete. What okay. do you do?
4: Well, actually, at this point, I think that Danny has too much going on, so I'd like to try and take control of the Dracula and have it help her.
0: Okay, go ahead and give me an insane roll on that. I actually think I'm just gonna spend a sign on sure. that. Sure, what be down uh, to one. You're down to one now. Perfect. Yeah, down to one. Okay, yeah, you succeed. <laughs> you are able to whisper into this thing's ear or what mm-hmm. would have been its ear if it were not in an undead abomination. <laughs> and it understands you somehow. You feel that it understands you. And it reaches with its wing and kind of scoops up Laura as she falls and brings her up and onto the back of this mm-hmm. thing behind you.
4: I high (laughs) (laughs) fiber.
0: You are both now riding this Draculich. Danny, you are riding this beholder. You reach the ground with a beholder at your side. There are things all around you that are trying to swarm at this feet, the little bipedal things. There's a couple of those zombie uh, people walking around, and they're starting to converge on your position.
2: Oh, no, no. Fuck. Fuck that! I am going to jump (laughs) on top of the beholder again and have him hover up, and I'm gonna have my legs crossed and be like genie-like on top of this beholder,
1: and my like
2: my fingers and like that pinched, you know, meditative experience. Oh my gosh! Like the guy from Street Fighter, what's it when he floats up? But I'm on a beholder underneath me. Um, De Yes, yes, yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. Okay, you are totally deholsome and floating. You are not only cross-legged sitting on top of this beholder, you are also floating on top of this beholder about a foot off of its head and it rises with you and you see all these little creatures the beholder has a mind of its own still being a super intelligent creature starts shooting death rays at all of the little things out of some of its eyes one of its eyes is shooting like a toxic cloud of smoke or poison or some sort and getting just a good array of them you know, it is doing its insane beholder tricks that you know from the world of DD.
2: <laughs> a pat on the head.
0: <laughs> Megan, Megan, you are on the back of this thing. You can tell that it is um, getting kind of frustrated, and you can see that its skin is starting to open up a bit in places. And you can see these weird spider creatures crawl out of its skin. And now they are coming towards you. looks like they are trying to defend this creature for uh, having somebody on its back that it cannot reach. I'm
1: going to do whatever I can to keep its attention focused on trying to get me off its back instead of everyone else. And so I'll be, like, kicking it and jabbing it while... Anytime any of the spider things come towards me, I'm just gonna go Ozzy Osbourne and just start biting them <laughs> 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 and trying to rip them with my teeth.
0: <laughs> All right, so you get uh, you get a lot of them taken care of. You get this nasty taste in your mouth, but uh, you do uh, bite through them with a nice popping sensation yeah. as what presumably are egg sacs from the back of these things popping in your mouth. Um,
1: oh.
0: Thankfully, nothing is uh, fully developed, yeah. so I make it just to falls it, to the so ground. I don't get any babies yeah. growing
1: in me. That's
0: probably <laughs> a good idea.
2: That's an old wives' tale.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you are able to fend off these things and keep its attention. Um, Theron and Laura, what are you doing on the back of this dracolich? Theron, you've got control of this Draculich yeah. right now.
4: I want, I want the Draculich to attack the big creature, but I'm worried about Megan. Uh, So I'm not, like, I don't want to destroy her in a fiery blast of of, um, flame or whatever a Draculich has. So maybe I'll just yell at her like, hey, get off of there. We're going to destroy it.
0: All right. Um, So you have one piece left, right? Yeah. Okay, yelling to your friend is going to be mm-hmm. a mundane roll. Please. It is
4: indeed. I need to roll a one.
0: Yeah. Nope. Okay, so you fail. You try to call out, but something catches in your voice, mm-hmm. and it, the words are just don't do not come out. Um, but you are also seeing this this battle in the heavens now, and it is uh, pretty epic. The music is just blaring, and you are just stuck on the back of this Draculich right now. But you also, uh, on the back of your right hand, as you're holding onto this Draculich, as you're riding it, uh, there is also a tattoo symbol that appears of the Elder Sign on the back of your hand.
4: Cool. Matches the one on my shoulder. Mm -hmm.
3: Yes. (laughs) Nice.
0: Okay, so, uh, Laura, what are you doing?
3: Okay, so I've got this car that's on fire, yeah, and I've got this Draculich. <laughs> and I've got this Megan on a back. I got a lot of pieces moving, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I have no control over the Draculich. So, uh, what I'll say is that I want to put that car in that creature's mouth, and 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 grab Megan as as hopefully... Well, yeah, that's what I want to do.
0: <laughs> okay, so the car is on fire right now. You know movie physics will kick in at any point, and this car will explode. And the Draculich seems to understand this as well, and you plead with it to throw it into this thing's gaping maw, which is 50 to 60 feet in the air. The Draculich rears back, tossing the car straight into the air, And this thing, I will need an insane roll at this point from you, Laura. (laughs) Unless you want to spend a die. You can perfectly spend a die if you'd like.
3: Yeah, let's spend a die. I want to make sure that this works. It's worth it.
0: (laughs) You have this scene playing before you. The thing is looking down right at this Draculich and comes down to bite at the Draculich. But the car is flying upwards and... It catches inside this thing's mouth, and you see it close around the entire car because this thing's mouth is big enough to hold the entire car. And all of a sudden, you hear an explosion kind of muted inside of this thing, and you see its cheeks puff open, and there's smoke. There is, when it opens its mouth again, all of this sort of blood and gore kind of dripping it looks like you did a lot of damage inside but the teeth where they were spread apart from the explosion are starting to go inward again and straighten themselves and the stuff inside is starting to become better it seems like it's regenerating
3: well this is not good
0: At this point, Megan, you have been fending off these weird creatures, and it seems like with the explosion in its mouth, the creatures stop coming, and it seems to be standing there dazed at this point while it is regenerating.
1: Sorry, sorry to interrupt. You said that there were wounds that they were coming out of? Yes. Can I try to climb into one of those? (laughs) Oh my
4: god!
0: (laughs) You could. (laughs) Yes, you could very well do that if you'd like. Okay, you see one that's uh, probably, uh, you know, head-sized, maybe. But you think you could probably pry it open if you chose to. Uh, how do you want to pry it open?
1: Um, My boots are pretty heavy-duty. So I'm going to grab on one side, then kind of contort to put my foot into it, and then kick out to try to push it farther and rip it. Rip it.
0: All right, yeah, you um feel that this thing's flesh is uh, kind of made to make these openings in its back to produce these creatures. and you take advantage of the malleability of its flesh and pull it open to create a nice portal to inside of its body. You can God. see some of its, you can see some of its organs pulsing inside there. And in your, um, let's see, does your, cosplay have pockets.
1: yeah it's got little like bags and things on the belt
0: little belt bags okay you've got your elder sign you put that instinctually before into one of your belt pouches to hold on for later uh, to keep it safe and you can feel that now that you have this opening that pouch feels kind of warm uh, to the touch and it feels warm against your side but not in like a danger to you sort of way.
3: I'll take
1: it out. Want <laughs> to take that out then?
0: Okay. That this thing is glowing uh, in your hand, and you feel this like holy radiance from it, and this thing uh, seems to grow, glow brighter the closer it is to the inside of this creature.
1: I'm gonna slip myself and like further in, just holding onto the elder sign in one hand and kind of gripping with my nice nails down (laughs) with the other hand and just letting the elder (laughs) sign just drag across whatever part of the insides that I pass.
0: Okay, yeah, you slip inside this hole of flesh um, and you get inside there and start sliding through the insides of this thing. Uh, back and forth, squishing between organs. And you can see whenever the Elder Sign touches the walls of this thing, it leaves a searing scar that is not healing at all. And now you are inside this thing. Okay, so (laughs) we've got...
4: (laughs) Jeez.
0: (laughs) We've got Laura and Theron on the Dracolich. The Dracolich is now airborne, And hovering uh, about 20 feet off the ground, uh, awaiting commands. Danny, you are floating on this beholder. What do you want to do?
2: Did I see Megan go inside the creature?
0: You did not. Okay. For all you know, she is still on the back of this creature. But she was on a point um, being, uh, you know, less than 10 feet. That's less than... You know, a sixth of this creature. So there's a very small area where she was occupying.
2: Okay. Um, so away from the area that she's. So she was not by the head area. No. Yeah. Is right. That a fair no, statement? She, okay.
0: Yep. She was probably mid back. All right.
2: Seeing as Rannon's magical tattoo has been working, I'm going to call on another tattoo, which I'm not going to tell you where it is in my body, but I am calling <laughs> on a biohazard symbol. It's a really funny joke. And I'm going to make this like nuclear. Like waste, um, like a green glowing jar that has the biohazard symbol stamped right on it, and I'm going to will it to like throw at that creature's head.
0: Awesome! So you do that. You create this this ball of nuclear plasma. You don't even need a jar. You are holding it together with some sort of weird mystical force, and you. Definitely Dragon Ball this thing right (laughs) towards the head of this creature as it is stunned still from the explosion within its mouth. Um, It doesn't see it coming, and you see this ball of nuclear energy pierce through this thing's skull and come out the other end. And it looks like the hole is cinching, but it's not healing up at this point. What do our uh, Dracolich riders wish to do?
4: Uh, At this point, I think we should do a flyby where the Dracolich uses its fire breath or whatever it has, uh, right in the creature's face. Uh, In my heart of hearts, I know that Megan is safe at this point. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you also uh, have no things. uh, So Mm -hmm. you just do this. And the Dracolich rises up, flies away a little bit, and then di- dive bombs this creature and breathes this hellish blue fire right onto its head. And it starts screaming. Its arms are flailing around. you notice that the, the damage that you're doing is extensive. And you can see down to this thing's skull now as the flesh starts melting off of it and flopping onto the ground. But it's still standing, what do you want to do, Laura?
3: Yeah, what would I like to do?
0: yeah you are- <laughs> fl- you are flying over this thing, you just saw Theron control this thing to to create this havoc, and now you are just passing over the top of the thing. uh you have an opportunity to do something to it if you wish to take it
3: mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I think, uh, okay, uh, so, uh, <laughs> we're up really high, and, um, I don't know why my, my fire car, he, like, was, like, that damage was healed, and why my friend's damages are not being healed, because I have not reached that point of insanity yet, <laughs> so I don't understand, <laughs> Um so I think what I would try to do is I don't know. so we're really high up. We're in yep. the where are there any people like are there like are there like regular people like battling somewhere or
0: There are some people uh probably a couple blocks away. Um from this vantage point you can see uh someone with a katana just taking out zombie after zombie, about three blocks away, Um, and there are other people that are fighting back and forth. There's some people that are probably about a block away watching this insane battle happening with this giant creature, Uh, just out of sheer curiosity.
3: Okay, I would like to yell at the people standing around to get out of here. Why are you so dumb? Get out. (laughs) This is bad.
0: All right, go ahead and give me a mundane roll to try to convince these people to leave.
3: Oh, that landed on its side in the wires. I'm gonna roll again. Okay. Oh, dang it! I got a two, so I passed.
0: <laughs> so okay, good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I should have just so
0: taken you it. S- you yeah, you succeed. Uh, the people are like, oh yeah, we should probably leave, <laughs> and they start <laughs> running away. Um. <laughs> And this thing is starting to punch buildings and leaving gaping holes within some of the like six, seven-story buildings that are around. Um, There's glass that's shattered and flying everywhere, Um, and people are starting to scurry away. Um, It's still up. Half of its face is melted off. You can see its jawline and all of the teeth just kind of sticking out, and it, with a vengeance starts plodding down the street towards uh, Danny's beholder and is about to go and try to take a nice little bite out of her. What do you do, Danny?
2: Um I am going to have the beholder cast message and mm. message our little group and it's simply gonna say Care Beer stare this fucker with your elder sign. I don't know. And then I am going to try to do the Care Beer stare with my elder sign. Like you know, the carrier is like sign comes off of them, their little thing blasts
0: <laughs> magical
2: loving energy.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: with the elder sign.
0: Yep, you notice that. Yeah, your your elder sign starts glowing, and um, Megan, your your elder sign starts glowing hotter. Uh, Theron, the elder sign in your hand starts glowing, and this piercing light starts radi- radiating off of it. The creature sees it, rears back as it's about to grab you and, and kind of gets shocked backwards, and you are able to create this weird uh, bright yellowish white light from your Elder Sign, and it starts piercing this thing in the body, like little lances of light shoot off of it. Uh, Theron as you're flying around holding on lances of light shoot at this creature and Megan inside of this thing you can see like <laughs> little lances shooting out in random directions and everybody as that happens you see lances of light randomly popping out from inside the creature shooting outwards Right. Um. so this thing is stunned it is getting all sorts of insane light happening coming at it and um, right now I'm gonna say one of the pieces or one of the lances uh flies and hits uh Laura a little bit just enough to knock you off balance uh what do you want to do to to try to save yourself you're on this back back of this dracolich probably about 70 feet in the air
3: um So if it's winter, I'm going to be wearing really baggy, like, sweaters. Um, Mm -hmm. And I want to try to, like, sugar glide down (laughs) to the ground (laughs) with my sweater.
0: Fantastic. Do you want to make an insane roll or would you like to spend a die for that one?
3: Um, Let's go ahead and spend a die. I'm trying okay. I'm trying to lose these. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what are you at right now, uh, Laura? And
3: now I'm at two.
0: Now you're at two. Yeah, you go ahead, you uh take your baggy sweaters and you create a nice uh a wing suit effectively, and you start gliding around this thing. You fall off the draculich, you start gliding down to the ground, and now you are at the ground level. There's a lot of these little bipedal creatures running around and you are in the middle of the fray down there. Megan, you are still surrounded by pulsing organs but you are starting to get covered in this sort of uh, pretty much nasty gore as these lights light lances have shot out and pierced some of the organs on this creature.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And you you feel like you might uh, need to get out of here soon if you want to uh, be able to breathe after a little <laughs> bit. Uh, because all, all of this flesh is uh, closing in on you as this creature moves around. And you are going to uh, probably suffocate if you cannot yeah. get out. But you've got an instinctual feeling that leaving the Elder Sign here might be a good idea
1: i'm going to do what i can to try to find what the heart is and then okay with all my strength shove the elder sign within the heart
0: awesome so you start spelunking upwards <laughs> in th- through this creature <laughs> you start climbing up using its veins as ladder spokes And you find the beating heart of this creature driving the Elder Sign deep into one of the chambers of its heart. And the heart starts glowing uh, with this crazy yellow-white light surrounding it. You feel like something may explode at some point soon if you were to stay in here. Especially uh, nearby if you would stay in here.
1: It looks so pretty though. But I'll, <laughs> I will <laughs> pull back, uh, make myself stop staring at it, and just try to go to the nearest way to get to a wall of skin. I could fit between its rib cage, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Just pull yeah, myself easily. through and then try to hack my way again using my chain mail.
0: <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, you you find a good way out Um, You slip right out of there. Everybody, you see uh, Megan slip out from the ribs (laughs) from this creature. um, And uh, basically, the the chainmail thing she uses as like a, you you know, those old movies with the pirate knife and the sail? Yes,
1: that's exactly.
0: You pirate knife sail your way down to the (laughs) ground. uh, And now you and Laura are standing next to each other. Um you notice as you hit the ground uh that there's a, a slight tingling in your hand and you must have had an imprint of the elder sign on the palm of your hand uh from when you were holding it prior. Um it's not exactly a tattoo, it's more of like uh like the raised flesh of kind of like a burn, like a brand sort of thing. But it doesn't hurt. Uh Laura, you're at two dice, right? Yeah. Um, so what do you want to do as you see Megan coming down this creature towards you? How do you defend yourself from all these little things on the ground?
3: I want to use them against themselves. So like, like as one comes up to me, I want to grab it by, it's like, it's got little arms, right? Yeah. So, it's got
0: little T-Rex style arms.
3: <laughs> yeah. So I want to grab it by the shoulders, I guess, cause I feel like the arms might break but I wanna I wanna grab it and like swing it around you know uh, okay like a like a something that swings around and, uh, <laughs> and hit them with with the one.
0: Fantastic. okay. Uh, you wanna use one of your dice or do you wanna go ahead and make an insane roll on that?
3: I'm just gonna go ahead and eat up a dice. <laughs> all
0: right you're down to one die and you go ahead and you use this one of those creatures as a flail and start whacking other creatures with it you send them flying dozens of feet as you knock them with this thing's skull and this thing is now knocked unconscious but you're still using it as a makeshift (laughs) weapon so you are able to defend yourself just fine um at that point megan hits the ground. Uh, Theron, you're still on the Dracolich. It is about to make a second pass. Uh, What do you want to do this time?
4: Um, I would like the Dracolich to fly over the creature Um, and as it's doing that I'm going to climb up its neck um, and on its head it has these spines and I want to break two off and sort of like say sorry and kiss it better (laughs) and then (laughs) jump down Onto the beast. um, Okay. Lay my Elder Sign on it, like, right on its third eye.
0: (laughs) Okay, perfect. So you go ahead and uh, jump onto this beast, and you uh, lead with your Elder Sign and smash it right into this thing's eye. You can feel your hand, like, warming up as a blast of light shoots out of it right into this thing's brain. Um, And it comes out the back of this thing's head. It screams so loud at this point, and uh, it is very, very hurt. And it does not seem to be regenerating at all, uh, because there is uh, something going on in its heart area that you can uh, kind of see from this point. Um, Danny, what are you doing?
2: Um, This is just so cool and I'm having so much fun sitting atop of the beholder, I'm just going to like help guide his blast. Um, it's giving him the directions and knowing exactly where to hit on this guy with his pointed weapons.
0: Okay. So you, you go ahead and uh, direct its uh, multiple different types of eye rays at this thing, and it blasts it pretty good. Um, and there is uh, a slight rumbling sound. At this point, um, you can feel the ground shaking. You can see this thing shaking. And now the inside of its chest is glowing so brightly that it is visible. Like, you know, when you shine a flashlight through your hand and you can see the translucent flesh, it is kind of like that. And you can see its heart is just glowing super hot. At this point, um, th- it is very possible that this will explode very soon, and uh, one of your friends is on this thing's head. <laughs> Anybody have any ideas of how to get Theron off of there, or Theron? Do you want to stay on this thing's head?
4: I mean, I trust my draculage friend pretty pretty well that it would catch me if it were if this creature were to blow up while I
0: was on it. Okay. So. So the Draculich, uh, it is flying. It is coming back to make another pass. And you can see uh, this thing is... uh, Pretty much everything goes in kind of slow motion at this point. Um, The chest of this thing starts puffing out. And you can see crackling energy start to run along its skin. And the skin starts popping and rays of light shoot out and the Draculich is flying by sideways and you are able to reach your hand out Theron and grab onto the neck of this thing and it Mm -hmm. pulls you to the side as the head of this beast just launches straight up into the air as its arms and legs uh, just fly off to the side as this the center portion of this beast just explodes in this horrible fireball and nasty amount of gore flying everywhere. Um, You can see now that radiating from the center of this beast is this pulsing light and it also explodes a second time that basically has a wall of energy circulating out And it shoots through the entire city. As it passes, every single creature, every single zombie dissipates in a just... Basically, it evaporates everything there, but leaving all of the people still alive. And then everything calms down. The angels and demons are gone from the sky and... You no longer hear this epic music. You land the Drac and it lets you down onto the ground. The Beholder lets you down on the ground, Danny, and then both of them dissipate. Your tattoos, they stop glowing. The Elder Signs that are on your uh, bodies in various places, they are also gone. And you have a clarity in your head as these two... Giant legs topple over and flop onto the side of the road.
2: We better have free catacomb passes for life after this, girls. <laughs> <laughs> no joke.
0: <laughs> at this point, Danny, your phone beeps. Somehow you got a text message.
2: Oh, well, I'll go check that.
0: All right, you look at your phone, and it is actually um, earlier than you thought. It is almost time for your game. Uh, a little bit past and Ryan had messaged you saying hey i'm waiting inside uh for this game uh, where are you guys
2: we're just saving the world be right yeah. there <laughs> nice
0: okay and you did it you saved the world
3: yeah Yay. Yay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and done that's it you guys won you won the game Yay. Awesome! Somehow Laura stayed sane.
3: Only barely. Yep. Just barely.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You you can help us with our therapy afterwards. There
3: we
0: go. go. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, remind everybody who you are and where they can find you online. And uh, we'll wrap this up. Go ahead, Danny.
2: Okay. So again, I'm Danny Neri. You can find me on Twitter at Imperial Scum. Um if you like dark things, I would totally check out the Shadow of the Demon Lord podcast that we're doing. We just actually joined the RPG Academy, so you'll see us at Catacon. And it's called Tales of Blood and Stone. I'm also stream Greyhawk on the Greyhawk mm-hmm. channel, and you can find me all around running a bunch of matico games and all that kind of
0: stuff. Awesome. How about you, Laura? Uh,
3: I'm Laura. And I am huttonbutton Fourteen on Twitter and in wherever I social media. Uh so Instagram, the other one. Uh just the <laughs> two. And uh I am in a podcast that is vastly different from this one. Uh we are a family friendly D podcast. Uh um, but we're a lot of fun. It's with my three best friends, and so it's just a lot of goofs on goofs on goofs. And dragons, so <laughs> <laughs> awesome.
0: Awesome. Okay, and then Megan, how about yourself? Hi
1: again. I'm Megan, and you can find me playing other one shots, kind of like this, but with a vast variety of games at Tabletop Potluck. And my Twitter and
4: Instagram are Tabletop underscore Megan.
0: Perfect. And Theron, how about yourself?
4: Hey again. Uh, I'm Theron. You can find me on Twitter at Explosive Runes, um, and I am primarily involved with Roll Like a Girl, uh, fifth edition podcast with an all-female cast, uh, and everything else that I do you can find at orczone.com.
0: Perfect. And I have been your game master for this uh, wonderful session of all out of Elder Science, Ryan Bolter. You can find me on Twitter at Lord Neptune. Um, also on the creation or character creation cast podcast which uh, just started up a couple of months ago Uh, and we create characters for different game systems and it's super fun
3: oh my gosh my podcast is called fate and the fable maidens (laughs) (laughs) I'm a terrible marketer
0: that's okay that's what the promos are for
1: there we go we'll we'll, we'll do some we'll do some editing in post
0: perfect (laughs)